shit's sake. All right, here we go. <laughs> God. Yes. It is just something every week. <laughs> All right, here we go. Take three. Here we go. <laughs> it's going to be 10 seconds before somebody says, can't hear you. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and how Taylor Swift let Travis Kelsey play in one of her stadiums. Uh, my name is Michael Bates here with the old Gungaloo himself, Brad Polly, hey. Mandy Polly. Oh, Hi, guys. Together, we are the Inglorious Pastors. I will, be, I will be on my best fucking behavior. Somebody already wrote OMG. We've got, we got oh, somebody damn. that forgot how to use an exclamation thing <laughs> halfway through. Yeah. So, uh, welcome. Mandy is here. Mandy, make sure the mic is pointed to you the back of your throat. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, alrighty. <laughs> well, glad, glad we made it 30 seconds am for I, the first innuendo. Am I deep throating it enough? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Um, okay. I, I was having a little trouble hearing you, so I think we got it now. Um, Thank you for coming on the podcast and yeah. filling in for your... I don't uh, even know how this happened exactly. Um, uh, I don't either. I think I was <laughs> drunk one night and said, <laughs> hey. I'd, I'd go be on the podcast. That'd be and fun. Then, I think it was something like that. And, I was and like, then the past three days, I've been like a nervous freaking mess. I said, Dude, what could you possibly it? do? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, what I the... Said, like, I said, what if I say something stupid? I said, that's no. like our entire that's, brand. <laughs> our brand is stupid. <laughs> God. It's the bastards. The bastards. I was like, brand. I really think you're overthinking this a little bit. <laughs> it's really not a big yeah, deal. Yeah, it's yeah. We, we'll be fine. Um, <laughs> everything will be fine. <laughs> if you, if you destroy the podcast in one episode, kudos. <laughs> um, it wouldn't be the first time I've destroyed something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> announcements. Yeah, uh, <laughs> announcements. Save some prayers for me. <laughs> this is gonna be hard. Couples therapy session, guys. Um, uh, oh, pastors, shirts, and hats are available on Etsy. Uh, Brad, I have a surprise for you. Oh, oh, shit. I forgot about this. I forgot I had you order this for me and yeah. pay for it. Yeah. Here you go. It's, a, uh, it's, it's a hoodie my sweatshirt. hoodie that says, uh, how does it go? We are all meat bags made of stardust. Yeah. Nice. It's and true. I'm also wearing. I highly um, recommend. There's a shirt as well. Kills wonder. wonder. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, oh man, that's gonna um, be a nice around the fire. Yeah. Around the fire hoodie this fall. Uh, promo code uh, Bobby's Bay. So, <laughs> that's Bobby's Bay. <laughs> there is no promo code. Uh, God, man, you've got to do promo codes just so that he can design them and come up with the idea. Just the Bubby's Bay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do at least like five cents off if you use Bubby's Bay. Um, uh, someone said, "Oh, finally some witchy vibes on the pod." Yes, yes, yes. Some offense taken. What? I'm just kidding. No, because you've been trying to to put witchy vibes out for a long time. I have. I've, you've been yeah. blocking me. <clears throat> um, we are on patreon.com slash podcast to help support this shit show. <laughs> um, for those oh, the, the comment section is already um, <laughs> off to a flying yeah. start. I don't so. even get to see it. Yeah, um, what happened? <clears throat> so uh, it says, I can't wait to see Mandy's face when some random phrase makes Brad remember how much he jerked off in high school. You think that's the first time that's <laughs> going to have happened? <laughs> <laughs> 
Hi, Frank. With that conversation nightly. I think I logged in trying not to be a dipshit. Um, spoiler alert, you didn't. <laughs> Still a dipshit. <laughs> Still love you. Um, all right, let's go. Uh, what are we drinking? Oh, the bottle's over there. I don't know. What are you drinking? It's the Weller, right? Yeah, that's. Yeah. It's not what I had. Oh. That was Brian O'Dean on on the song. Go find him on TikTok. He's got some good TikToks he does. out there. Yeah, yeah, he does. Agreed. He tagged us in one this past week. Yeah, he yeah. sure did. Thanks, Brian. I don't know. <laughs> oh shit! It's young. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, what are we drinking, Michael? What are you? Are you just doing water? I'm drinking water. Okay. Um, you don't even have to drive. You can I don't just have to drive. Face. Well, <laughs> well, I guess you do have to get up pretty early. I got to get up in the morning. Uh, I lowered my dosage. I'm just going to be chill, dudes. It's going to be fine. I lowered my dosage. Trying to trying to <laughs> trying to taper. I got to get up at five, and Ahsoka's on after this, so it's going to be it's going to be a rough <laughs> night slash morning. Um, I'm drinking water. This is uh, purified drinking water from Kroger. Yeah, high um, quality H two O. Yeah, I'm having water. I'm having uh, shit. Elijah Craig Rye, I think, is what I had. Okay. Whiskey. Uh, Mandy had, and you you could have just Weller. finished that bottle off. The Weller and the um, Four Roses yes. Small Batch Select. Yes, from already at and the water. ten viewers upgrade with Mandy number <laughs> nice. sweet week baby. Oh, we lost one. <laughs> shit. Oh. <laughs> um, it spoke too soon. <laughs> All pride, right. pride comes before the fall, Michael. Yeah, I know. That's what we get. Um, all right. Well, uh, did anybody prepare Brightside? Uh, no. All right. No Brightside. <laughs> We're back to canceling Brightside. It's it's less fun. Matt didn't cry. We about had the it. loudest date in history on <laughs> Friday night. Oh my night. god! That's I'm not, not sure I want to hear about that. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No. Well. <laughs> okay. Not like that. What, where did you go? Uh, we went to farm. Oh, and how was it loud? Just okay. Busy? So, well, it was Friday night. Yeah. Wait, yeah, it was Friday night, and I mean Bloomington and Fridays is just a, it's just a nightmare, man. Like, so anyway, it was. Uh, we got put in like it was called the quiet room, and it was like it was like eating in like a tin can or something. Yeah, it was bad. And so like it was like a, by the time we left, there were like thirty other people in this. And it's room. called the quiet room. Yeah, I don't know why it was. I really think it's supposed loud. to keep the rest of the restaurant quiet from everybody else. <laughs> it was wild. But it was an autistic nightmare. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, dude, we got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> there were like a group of six. We girls. literally just went home. It was like fuck it, man. Like, I'm exhausted. Of six girls, women, I guess, that came in. They were celebrating <clears throat> their friend's 21st birthday, and so they were just loud. And the more they drank, the louder they got. Yeah, it was like, uh, yeah, it was sorority parents weekend. Yeah, sorority parents weekend at IU. So like, it was just a madhouse. I'm trying to see who said they came to see my nihilistic hairdo. Oh, it's Jen Flynn. Hey, Jen <laughs> Flynn. I'm sorry if I called you a dipshit. You're you're nice. Um. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. So, w- what did you get at farm? Uh, I got a smoked pork chop, and That's dude, good. the freaking uh, uh, the 
the roasted Brussels sprouts. God, dude. Appetizer. Are, I swear to God, it is just one of the best things I've ever eaten. Brussels sprouts are grossly underrated. They are they so are. good. I thought dude. you were going to say they're gross. No. Like, so good. No. They're so good. It, it, I mean, there's some bad These Brussels have, sprouts I mean, out there. I will say, right. this plate of, we, we get this as a starter, this plate of Brussels sprouts is like $15. So it's so good, but though. I swear to God, it's a dollar per sprout. It is worth no. It's it's worth every. We share it, yeah, yeah. and it's plenty. I mean, it's yeah. like, it's a pretty good size plate. But yeah, they were they get bacon and blue cheese and like some red pepper sauce and so good. Oh fuck! I had salmon. <clears throat> nice. Was also, it good? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not Very a good. big seafood. Yeah, <laughs> where <Yeah>. I'm aware. <laughs> yeah. You grew up on the river. Yep. Grew up on the lake. Got my, my bluegill. I ate plenty of bluegill back in my day. Uh, where, where are we at? What's going on? Uh, I guess we could do uh, we could do music segment, and then we can do uh, Fat Bastards if we want Oh, to. do we want to do Disclosure? Uh, what's the Disclosure? Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's do Disclosure first. You have to look me in the eye. No, I don't I'm know, not. Fucking, you better look me in the fucking no. face. Don't look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to get through this. You're going to have to just like plug your ears. <laughs> I can't. I can't fucking read this, dude. This is so weird. It's even weirder with her right next to me. This is what used to uh, get him going. Fe- feeling her mouth on him, feeling his back arch as the tension ran through his body. Wait, wait. We did not set this up. We we the last two times we didn't set this. This is a, a book. <laughs> By Michael Crichton, the author of Jurassic Park, who wrote a book called Disclosure that Brad used to jerk off to. <laughs> so not the this, movie, not the, the movie, the, the, the novel, the novel, not even a graphic novel, just a novel. Just well, I was I mean, writing there my, are graphic parts. <laughs> I was but. writing my own graphic novel. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, we're, 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 we are weeks into this, and we have weeks to go. Yes. Um. So much had happened during the day. So many changes. Everything was so sudden. He felt dominated, controlled, and at risk. He had the feeling... There's nothing wrong with that. He had the feeling as he lay on his back that he was somehow agreeing to a situation that he did not understand fully, that was not fully recognized. There, I would be jacking off to this. Just want to insert, oh, insert that in this. there would be trouble later he did not want to go to malaysia with her he did not want an affair with his boss he did not even want a one-night stand because what always happened was that people found out gossip at the water cooler meaningful looks in the hallway and sooner or later the spouses found out it always happened slam doors divorce lawyers child custody this was a how real, is this hot? This was a real boner child, killer. Child this was a, this, I'm not gonna lie. At this point, I was pretty soft. It's getting soft, <laughs> it's like and, he, and he didn't. And he didn't want any of that. His life was arranged now. He had things in place. He had commitments. This woman from his past understood none of that. She was free. He was not. He shifted his body. <laughs> Meredith, God, you taste good. <laughs> Meredith, she reached up and pressed her fingers over his lips. Shh. I know you like it. I do like it, he said, but I then let me. As she sucked him, she was unbuttoning his shirt, pinching his nipples. He looked down and saw her straddling his legs. Her head bent over him. Her blouse was open. Her breast swung free. She reached up, took his hands, and, <laughs> and pulled them down, placing them on her breasts. Tarzan in the yeah. jungle. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll. Oh, man. <laughs> Child custody gets me soft. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
news. Gets me every time. <laughs> All right, let's go into to music time, and then um, <laughs> then we'll do Fat Bastards. Here we go. There's nothing more than three white guys <laughs> like more than two. It's gotta be the. It's gotta be the fat <laughs> About the things they love. <laughs> Damn ass. How old was she that her breasts swung? To ambient noise. Here's rap. See your breasts swing low. <laughs> they wobble to and fro. So here we go. Enjoy the show. We used to sing to your balls hang low. <laughs> All right, not, music time. Not literally live. Well, not literally live. Live in the can. Live to the can. <laughs> All right, uh, music time, uh, Brad. Go ahead. Uh, <coughs> is it my turn? Yeah, it's sorry. Your turn. Um, I'm gonna go first. Is it my turn? Uh, so Sufjan's got a new album coming out, and uh, more mumbling. Part three, <laughs> volume eighteen. I mean, I, listen. I can sit here and take offense to that and act like it's not true, but I'm not going to do <laughs> but that. It kind of is. True. <clears throat> I mean, I like Sufjan. Yeah, it's uh, so. This sounds uh, a little bit like. So he just has a single out now. Um, I think the whole album comes out next month. Uh, the album's going to be called Javelin, and it sounds like Carrie and Lowell, and then sort of morphs into like some of the Seven Swans stuff. So it's kind of mellow, but. Um, anyway, so the song is called Will Anybody Ever Love Me? No, the answer's no. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It might help if I, unplu- if I turn your, your computer on. Jesus Christ. It's fine. We missed like five seconds. Sorry. Chase away my heart and heartache. Apple Music has the millennial pause, anyways. <laughs> Like it's skipping. That's not that's, the music. That's something in oh, the that's audio. Something else. Oh, great. <laughs> Are you sure it's not the music? Yeah. Driving you crazy. What the it? hell is going on? Yeah, and it kind of builds a little bit. So yeah, new Sufjan. So you either you either love the guy or you hate him. I just don't, <laughs> I don't think there's a whole lot of in between with him. I, I like I, for the right I, like I couldn't listen to like. Yeah, I'm not going on a binge. Two albums, yeah, right? Back to back. <laughs> I might be able to do one and be able to finish it. Yeah, I haven't listened to him for a while. I need to sort of revisit some of his older stuff. I man, he for the time, man, he was so original yeah. and like I don't know. I thought he was he kind of like typified the sort of mid to late aughts. Yeah. You know, with Michigan and Illinois. Illinois. Uh babe. Hi. Hi. You haven't <laughs> said a word. I'm trying to log into Apple Music. Still? <laughs> I got it. Did you get it? Oh, oh, okay, oh, oh all right. Well, let me unmute am you I, then. Am I doing one or two songs? Right now you'll do one. We'll, do we'll one. go around we'll the table. We'll do a little. I got to find it first. We're in the round. <laughs> I, I, you're fine. You're fine. I, I'll, I'll do one. Yeah. Okay. One. <laughs> so I'm going to do one of 
my uh, TikTok artist that I really like that's new. She covers a lot of um, uh, Zach Bryan. She covers oh, Tyler Shelby. Oh, you played, uh, 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 what's her name? Maggie Anton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I've is got- this is this is the other girl who does it. So her, this is Li- Lily Fitz. Okay. Um, but this is her original song. It's her first <laughs> Boba's original daughter. Song. Yeah. <laughs> Boba Fitz. Oh, gotcha. Wah Um. Anyway, the song is called "Hurts Like Hell." So here we go. Heard it from a friend, she was in our bed, should have known better. Said it was the truth, she came on to you, yeah, but you let her. Knocked me over ten feet forward. Never knew I could sleep alone good, I've never been better. You're probably out there somewhere missing me. Wish I had an ounce of sympathy Yeah, I tell my friends that I wish you well But the truth is, honey, that I hope it hurts like hell <laughs> Like hell yeah. So I was... It's just all the right kinds of revenge right there <laughs> Yeah, last night... So every, I don't generally get on TikTok Live hardly ever But uh, she was on there and like me and 130 people know, just dude. listening to her... Uh, play songs. I was, it was two nights ago, and it was it was just so intimate and so like she was on her porch. Like I, I tried to copy that. Uh, <laughs> she she was on her porch, just just Nailed it. chilling, and uh, and it was just good. And she was conversing that, with people back and forth. I don't know why more musicians don't do TikTok lives, or maybe I just don't see a lot of them. But I've told we, Nat Myers we played. Like I've been sometimes. like I will. It's just like yeah, I'm like watching with like 85 people. Yeah. This amazing musician and interacting in between songs. Like I interacted with him yeah. and he like called my name. Like it was just so weird. Yeah. Like, and I just don't understand why more don't do it. Yeah. Especially start like artists that are trying to find their audience. Right. It's such an easy yes. way to enter into that market. And I know there are artists out there who are struggling to find sure. an audience, even on TikTok. I know there it's a, it's a saturated market right now, but like it just, keep doing it yeah just keep doing it and if you're it literally good, takes it literally takes like one song to go viral like yep. it's it just can't like and it's random as hell man it's and, just so random and you're getting your reps in in terms of playing right. in front of people and audience you're gonna yep. you know you're gonna be able to see that number climb or shrink different songs you play and well and if you're like if you're an artist and you're gonna you're sort of working your shit out and you're on a live there's a lot less pressure to get it perfect Oh, because yeah. like people didn't pay to be there. Yep. Like, you know she what I'm saying? So like started if, songs. I was going to say, if you're if you're doing a song and you oh, yeah, I'm still learning. I, you know, and I think that actually endears. Yeah. At least to me, yeah. I find that yeah. kind of stuff kind of endearing that they're just like willing to like show everything. And yeah, so, yeah, it's I don't know. I just it's another thing where TikTok is just changing music. Yep. It's changing everything. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, Mandy. Are you ready? OK, I found my stuff. <laughs> OK. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a journey to get to this point. Looks like we made it. <laughs> Look how far we've come now, baby. Okay, so this um, I was sitting at work today listening to Apple Music in my headphones, as you know, one should when they have students in their classroom. 
hey, my kids are doing work on the computer. They're a bunch of fucking DJs anyway. whatever. So um, I was just going through um, random playlists on Apple and happened to come across this guy. And I kind of... Oh, a guy, huh? Yeah. God. (laughs) I kind of went through like his whole... B-Poly 69. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I went through kind of his whole discography, just kind of listening to clips and all of his stuff was pretty good, but um, I'll go ahead and play this one. And What's his name? Oh, it's called Yellow Days. I'm sorry if you guys have had some of these people on here before no, I the doubt music it. No, no, no. because I don't no, really, I don't really pe- listen this to is, the pod, this is the one so. that people bro that people I, skip I, can, I can't remember the people that okay. I've had on here so. so anyway this guy is called yellow days and this song I'm playing is called when morning comes so wait <laughs> okay I, there's just a I'll take the oh, good times in the bad ooh I'm always bad Feeling sad. <laughs> oh, man. No matter which way you go. My current state, this is <laughs> scratching the net. I'll find those bumps. You gotta leave it on for a minute because it's scratching your brain. Oh. But if you let me be one, that bass is nasty. It is so nasty. the best part about this guy. You're gonna tell me it's like a little Filipino guy He's or something, like a aren't you? Twenty-something white dude from England. Wow! And he puts out like all of his albums are sort of like this or like more soul. Man, this is oh man! I wonder what that sounds like. Something that would be on the label that Duran Jones is yes. on, Coal Mine yeah. Records. Yeah. Yellow days. Yellow days. Oh, this this was from his 2022. That album. is this guy. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Never. Yeah, he's got like wow. bleach blonde <laughs> hair. Like, it's just crazy. Oh I, man. He's actually related to Sid the Sloth. I don't really know if you guys knew that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was just his newest album. That's very he's nice. got um, his first one came out in 2017 or 16 i think it was 17 years old when he of put course his first, he was first album out yeah fuck you yeah <laughs> <laughs> so all right uh soccer mommy oh yeah i like soccer mommy yeah it's got a new ep uh karaoke night and so it's it's like five covers just random covers nice of, they've got she got a, a t-swizzle one buddy right. early t-swizzle is that what you're playing nope it's uh, not uh I'm what's gonna the let t-swizzle you, song i'm only me when i'm with you okay yeah nice. it's pretty good i listened to this i listened to it today um she covers soak up the sun by cheryl crow nice like, uh and this one i'm not going to tell you the artist <clears throat> i'll have you guess it but it's pretty fucking easy my port it's your port yeah because it didn't do it on hers nice rem yeah So good. 
Yeah, I love this. It's yeah. so good. It's awesome. How'd you get into soccer moms? Um, I just... I don't know. He's married to a soccer mom. <laughs> well, a former. <laughs> retired, former soccer retired, retired soccer mom. Retired soccer mom. Now yeah. I'm a choir mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say we're, we're definitely theater and choir parents now. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, man. And I'm not even like a big REM guy. That Automatic for the People, is a, that album's just a classic. And yeah. I'll defend it to the death. But the rest of their stuff, I'm just like, I like, like their eh. greatest hits. Yeah. That's, I'm I like, like that. I'm, that's kind of where I'm man at with it. Man on the Moon, it. I love it. Yeah. So... Uh, but man, I honestly I like this version even better than theirs, and theirs is a you know a classic. So, yeah, good stuff. Uh, I'm gonna do another one. Uh, this is, this guy's name is Ryman. Uh, he's another guy that you're gonna hear his man, voice. I got nothing. Doesn't Damn look it. anything. I was going through the Rolodex like, and I had like nothing. Hyman. <laughs> Damn it, That's Ryman, it. like Hyman, are the noodles. <laughs> Ryman noodles. <laughs> Hyman noodles. I like Hyman noodles. Oh, kinky. Um, Something with the pool noodles? Is that what, I don't know what's going on. Right. Uh, okay. So uh, anyway, so Ryman is he's just a normal looking guy. You wouldn't think that this is what he would sound like, but uh song's called Live in the Moment. He doesn't have very many followers on TikTok um or listens on Spotify, but like he it's great, I think. So several of his songs on on his on his uh TikTok are incredible. So here we go. Three weeks till everything's in boxes Don't know how I haven't lost it When everything still looks and feels the same Getting drunk, avoiding topics I'd rather black than mention August Cause everything we know's about to change Fade to gray One last scene But I can't seem to look away from the screen In the front seat I mean, there's a bit of an Ed Sheeran vibe to that, so that makes sense. Yeah. He's 19. God, dude. Yeah. It's fucking what? You, I, I had this thought while this was play, this song was playing. How many talents have been lost to history because something like TikTok didn't yep. exist? Yeah. Like, how many people that our age or whatever that just, they were super, super talented, had in just... There was no way, like, it was back in the days where you had to get lucky and get a record label. Yeah. And well, to notice you, yeah. and like, how and many... YouTube came around, and that kind of helped with that. Man, yeah. dude. Were discovered I, on well, YouTube, I mean, but yeah, I mean, fucking Bieber, Jesus. Now it's I, like TikTok right at our fingertips. And uh, it's are, crazy. Yeah. Music on and or they didn't have the right look, or the, the know, content man. that they're singing about. And now that stuff is less dark, important. Or, like, you know, people can find their audience. Like, know, there's another God. song I'll play next week uh, from an artist I really like. Uh, Leah Lawson, she got a new uh, song out, and it's it's about deconstruction. oh, she's great. I follow yeah. her on TikTok. Yeah, it's deconstruction songs. Yeah. It's, you know about growing up evangelical, and it's just uh, she. There's no market out there 
there, there's no producer or like record label that's like <laughs> gonna let's, sign let's, that, let's right? get an evangelical <laughs> yeah, artist out here. Right. But like on TikTok, there it there's, works. There's, yep. there, it works. They find their yeah. audience. It's crazy. Yep. All right, Mandy. Okay, so this lady, girl, whatever, woman, I don't know what they, them, whatever they are. Britney um, Spears. No, I found her. I was just looking. You at, bastard! You did not use. This, the the album the artist that I thought you were gonna use. Oh no, I'm sorry. I've I'm a big girl. I find my own thing. Don't you you motherfucker. <laughs> I listened to that and it was fine, but I wanted you know Did I, you like it? Yeah. It okay, fine. I thought you would. Anyway, yeah. I was just looking at new music on Apple yesterday and found this person. Man, you two find music the same way. <laughs> Like well, I just don't listen to music. Oh, I know, I know. I mean, that's I, not I listen to it. I, I, I listen I to, to a lot of old music, yeah. like 60s, 70s, 80s yeah. stuff, 90s, whatever. I don't listen to a lot of new music. So anyway, I found her just in the Apple New Musics and um, kind of just listened through her, this album yesterday. It caught my eye because the album's called The Rise and Fall of a Midwest Princess, which is... That's me. It's close to home <laughs> for me, really. I mean, um, but it's... Uh, Tell me who hurt you. How much time what, do you have? Why? <laughs> what? What? Are you? Are you demanding that she play a specific artist? Is no, that what's no, going no, on? No, here? no, no. No. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> why aren't you playing the artist I sent you? It was anyway. Go ahead. So a, a lot of this album, it's fun. It's kind of like angry, like breakup, but also find new people and whatever. But this song, it was just fun and. It just really, it's it's a bop. You got to let it play for a minute though until it gets to oh, yeah, the, the good part. Yeah, so. I, I will not turn it down until you give me the head nod okay. or, or, I don't know, All right. whenever. Well, here we go. After it's been on for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who was this? Oh, I'm sorry. Her name's Chapel Roan. Like the t- Tobler's sister? <laughs> Thank you very much. Chapel. You got there. <laughs> Got so close, but then you lost it. Should have listened to your friends about his girlfriend back in Boston. You sent him pictures and playlists and phone sex. He disappeared from the Amen. second that you said, oh, I love this. This is good. This, this reminds me of something. Why can't any man hit it like get it hot? <laughs> Make a bitch. <laughs> it's a fan. Hit it like get it hot. Dude. Make a bitch. It's a wow. Can you play a song with a fucking beat? <laughs> oh my god, dude, this is awesome. <laughs> That is not the direction I thought that was going to go. I know, I love it. He can just start something low. That's good. There's like multiple genres with it in this song. Yeah. Wow. 
Michael's hook. Look at I love it. I love all the genres. I, I like this too. Yeah. Make a bitch. Yeah, dude. That. It's a fan. Whatever that noise is in the back, it's like the prodigy. Make a bitch. It is. It's a dude. Can you play a song with a fucking beat? Hit it like Man, that's really good. Like so good. Make it hot like Papa John. <laughs> All right, we're good to yeah, pull it back. Okay. Damn, dude, that's. That's really, really good. So normally I would do like a song where um, Matt or Brad, uh, Matt, rest in peace, um, <laughs> where uh, they would. Oh, can you pause? Oh, sorry. Has no noise. Um, <laughs> that's right. We, we've all done it multiple times. So where uh, they would guess like the artist or the cover. It's usually a cover song. This time I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do a location. So you have to guess what this, where this song is about. Uh the artist is CC Coakley, um, so I, and I'm gonna actually skip. <laughs> I got nothing on and that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> you were looking. <laughs> it's it's about a specific location. So uh, one hour and ten minutes, or not one hour, one minute and ten seconds in. Um, and that's where I'm gonna start the song because I like the second. Okay. Part. Okay. You better. do you, buddy. All right, here we go. Okay. She doesn't walk me. Six fire the wanna hear about it. How's your life since moving out of beard? And I don't mind that you look different every time you come home to visit. Did you lose yours? I thought for sure you'd both get it by now. It says eight six five, so yeah. it's gotta be Indiana, right? No. Oh. Moved out of beard and Knoxville. Knoxville, that's what 865 is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or 765. Yeah, yeah. 865, I do that. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, God, 865, that's so familiar. Which one was that? I was thinking, was it Illinois? We've I don't know. We've lived a lot it? of places. Yeah. It's like, I knew you both lived there, so I was like, surely you'll get it. <laughs> I recognize the 865. We met there. Yeah, I know. That's why I, I, I thought I that. thought you'd get it. I got my first road either. <laughs> From who? <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a fun music time. <laughs> we'll see you on the flippity flop. <laughs> Was all of that recorded? Oh, no. People make it funny. People think I'm strange. Rolling on up in the passive pub. Eating it up. Eating the grub. Say now. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that food. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that food. I want that. I want that. I want that food. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that food. Don't you want to be, want to be a fat bastard? Want to be a fat bastard? We all want to be, want to be a fat bastard. We all want to be, want to be a fat bastard. Ooh. Fat bastard. Yes, only the best for you, my love. Mm-hmm. So we're doing, what? what is this one? Uh, oh, the WF Crisp. crisp. <laughs> what the fuck, Crisp? This, this is, is Nestle Crunch, but it is good. This is from my uh, kids' fundraiser thing. Yeah. That's like, uh, dude, you can't fucking, uh, like, you can't eat Nestle Crunch anymore. It, I don't even think it legally counts as chocolate mm. anymore. 
Really? Oh, dude, it's so fucking gross. They don't make it with cocoa butter. They make it with like oil. Yeah, oh. pretty nasty. <laughs> it's so bad. Mm. This is the that almond was delicious. one. Oh, this is just going to be fucking great. I love almonds. It's, it's almond pieces, though, not like whole, whole almonds. Almonds? All. <laughs> they really missed an opportunity there. <laughs> great. What's your preferred nut in a candy bar? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think peanuts. I like peanuts. Um, I thought you were gonna say penis. Well, that too. I do like a whole almond. <laughs> the penis nut is my penis favorite. <laughs> I, um, are we really just eating? This is just regular milk chocolate. No, this is milk chocolate. <laughs> I don't think we need to rate this. It's pretty good. I'm sure it is. Oh my god, Lynn, your kid is just adorable. Good lord. Yeah, that's uh it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a preferred nut? Uh I th- I a whole almond. I like the crunch of like a whole mm. almond in there. Like yeah. the Hershey's ones. For me yeah. it's cashews. If you find a chocolate bar with cashews It's in hard it, to find. What did you find in that? I I think Sahara Mart. I had one once. Have you had the so good. milk chocolate covered cashews? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, like where it's just dipped in chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Cashew might be the best nut. Yeah. What's the other one that's really popular right now? The green ones? <laughs> the pistachios? Palm? Yeah, pistachios. <laughs> I couldn't think of the fucking word. They're not even green. <laughs> well, the well, packaging is kind of green. The shell is green. <clears throat> well, the nut is kind of green. Ish. If your nut's Ish? green, you need to get it checked out. I do like pistachios, yeah. though. But no. Pistachios are good, but I don't like... I, they're I don't expensive. Eat them. They're, they're expensive. expensive. I don't eat them a lot because I'm like, I don't want to have to work for this. You can get well, them shelled. You can get it. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Seriously? Your mom just always buys the shelled ones because she wants you to have to work. I think, I, I swear to God, my mom buys them, puts them in my stocking every year. I never ask for them. I bet I've got You told eight her once packages. 20 years ago that you like pistachios. I don't eat them. I really don't because they're just too much work. Me. I'll take them. I'll eat your nuts. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm your, so glad you got that. I'll eat the nuts your mother gave you. So, <laughs> oh, God. That's my job. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, you're a bad person <clears throat> all right well um i guess that concludes music time i guess we can go into <laughs> our, our fat bastards i don't know where i'm at that was fat bastard what are we doing <laughs> boy we're you're like two two episodes or two things behind two sections uh dan says you lazy fucking american uh, you probably listen, buy sunflower she- seeds I'm, out listen of the man i'm 43 I don't want to have to work for a nut. I'm not a fucking squirrel, man. I'll pay the premium. I'll pay the premium for a machine to shell the goddamn things. Uh, But I I will say sunflower seeds. You got to have them in the shell. The only time that's less work to me. The only time I eat sunflower seeds out of the shell is like for a salad. If it's a salad topping, yeah. Yeah. Sprinkle the nuts all over. I do like yeah. I do like sunflower seeds on a salad. Yeah. Some, sunflower seed salad some craisins yeah. too oh fuck oh, yeah man yeah. let's do it raspberry vinegar you got any of that here you got any mm. salad <laughs> no i don't have any salad. you have any of that good uh stir we, fry we, i do have a lettuce of the of the uh, a lettuce of the head <laughs> a head of lettuce I mean, if you if you'd like some i can get some for you, you can eat it like a little fucking rabbit all right let's go into the news feed do you have stories Lock up your fears, dry all your tears, 
I, man, I just about fucked up right there. I started to take a drink of this bourbon thinking it was, it was water, water. Oh. and it got this close to my mouth. The, the fumes hit me and I was like, oh God, that's oh. a bad idea. I've got, I've got you some. Water? No, I've got water. Thank you though. Mm-hmm. All right. Mandy, do you want to go first? No. So we don't steal your stories? Nah. Uh, you'll go se- second. Sure. You'll go second. Oh, okay. All well, right, Brad. All right. Get your shit together. Oh, God damn it. Uh, I've got a, okay. A missing 10 year old Florida boy. Steals mom's car for 200-mile joyride with his sister. 200? That's a long... A 10-year-old boy and his 11-year-old sister stole their mom's car and went on an early morning joyride before they were caught more than 200 miles away from their Florida home. The sibling's adventure ended when deputies from the... So how how old did you say? 10? 10. So that's Diggory's age. Yeah. Yeah, and I've got, an, I mean, Miles is 11. It's like, Jeez. what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, the sibling's adventure ended when deputies from Alachua County Sheriff's Office spotted a white sedan driving on I-75 and pulled the car over around 3.50 a.m. A.m. Jeez. <clears throat> because the vehicle was stolen, deputies conducted a high-risk traffic stop, but they were shocked when they found the young boy in the driver's seat and his older sister be- beside him. The photos from the scene released by the sheriff's office show both children surrendering. Uh, they both held their hands in the air as they surrendered to police. Wow. They were reported missing to the Northport Police Department, deputies learned later. Their mother declined to press charges and made the three-hour drive to Alachua County well, yeah. to pick up her kids. Can you fucking imagine nope. that ride home? Oh, my God. Like, I mean, wh- like if you're a parent, what do you even say? Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? You you can't. There's like nothing you can say to that. And the kids knew to put their hands up. That's insane. I mean, I think I think I read in another thing or heard on the on the the radio or something. They were talking about like they were they were headed to California. Wait, from Florida. Florida. That's where they were going. Yes. For what? I get supposedly. So this isn't in this one. Like I said, I don't remember if I read it somewhere or whatever, but. Supposedly, the sister was mad at mom and was running away, and the brother was like, "I'll take you." And they were. How old was the sister? Eleven. Why didn't the eleven-year-old drive? I mean, well, that's a that's a very good question, actually. <laughs> if he's the responsible one, oh, I'll drive. Yeah. I'll drive. Just seeing him getting <clears throat> up off the couch real slow. <laughs> I'll drive. Yeah. I mean, what that ride, huh? I mean, holy shit, yeah. dude. <laughs> That's got to be. Do you remember when Ezra lived in our old house? How old was he when he got mad at us and was like, I'm leaving. And we're like, yeah, all right. See ya. And he, he walks away, doesn't even get to the end of the alley yeah. before here he comes back. We did. <laughs> he didn't take anything with him. He didn't take anything <laughs> with him. Oh, all right. See you great. later. It's like, how the fuck, dude? Can, <laughs> I don't understand how the a 10-year-old can get 200 miles in a car. Yeah. I, I mean... And like survive. That's a really that's impressive. Uh, a lot of people mentioning Florida. Um, <laughs> shockingly, shockingly, uh, I feel like we missed something here. Here we go. Oh, you're playing. <laughs> you didn't really Florida have to do this. Does whatever a Florida man does. Stuff in the of his ass. This is the worst of the two. Passed. Look out. <laughs> Here comes Florida man. It's so it's so aggressively bad. Yeah. 
the, the harmonica. Uh, <laughs> uh, missing toddler found sleeping in the woods using her dog as a pillow after th- walking three miles barefoot. Why? A two-year-old girl who walked barefoot more than three miles with her family's two dogs was found sleeping off a wooded Michigan trail using the smaller dog as a pillow. Wow. Troopers were called to a house in rural Faithhorn, 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 Michigan. Faithhorn? Or would it be Faithhorn? Around 8 p.m. parents? Well, I don't know. Around 8 p.m. on Wednesday after the toddler, Thea Chase, had wandered away from the home... With a uh, name like that, you're bound <laughs> to run away. Fate, fate horn. God damn it. I don't know how to say it. Fate horn is a small town about a mile east of Wisconsin's border in northern Michigan. It's pronounced fucking Fawthorn. up there. It's the UP. Yeah. Brooke Chase, Thea's mother, <laughs> said. She, <laughs> don't go chasing Brooks. <laughs> She's. <laughs> Said she had an instinct to check on her daughter who had been playing in the yard. Why? Why? Fucking why was her two-year-old playing in the yard by herself? Yeah. And learned the toddler's uncle told Thea to go inside because she had no shoes on. So when Chase and her brother-in-law realized she wasn't in the house. Oh, okay. So there were two adults outside, apparently. He was like, you need to put shoes on. And And she assumed she went inside. Yeah. Yeah. Man, uh, they searched for about 20 minutes before calling Chase's husband and police. Uh, when we get a call like that, everything else stops, the police policeman said. <clears throat> they used drones, search and rescue, canine teams, uh, and then the community came and did like a search party. Uh, and around midnight, four hours after police were first notified, Jeez. a family friend searching for Thea on an all-terrain vehicle came across the Chase family's Rottweiler, Buddy, who started barking as he approached. Buddy's a good boy. The two-year-old was discovered a short way off the trail, sleeping on the ground with her head atop Hartley, the family's English Springer. When the ATV driver tried to get near the toddler to wake her up, the smaller dog growled. Wow. She has those dogs wrapped around her finger, the mother said. That's good. Chase added she was in a fog for the roughly four hours that search teams looked for her daughter. Anyway, like, that's... The outdoor temperature was 60 degrees, and she was, like, barefoot. Tiny, too. And she was fine. She had a medical evaluation and was perfectly fine. Her dogs kept her safe. I mean, that's Mm. pretty cool. I mean, it's not cool. It's fucking terrifying. But, like, the fact that the dogs were just, like, they realized this is not good. Yeah. (laughs) So the dog goes out toward a trail and starts barking when he sees another person. Our, our like, dog, Dottie, uh, she's super protective of Erebus. Like, and really, it's just, she's the peacemaker, like the most peacemaking dog I've ever had. So the neighbor dog comes over, and uh, the neighbor dog's name is Poe, and we have another dog that's ours called Butterscotch. And Poe and Butterscotch will, will, like, you know, fight a little bit, but not, like, angry, just playful. They're both kind of younger dogs. And Dottie just will get right in between them and break them up and try and like be the peacemaker, like literally put herself in between them just to get them to stop. It's and she does that like if the kids are fighting or Sarah and I are you know doing stuff like. She, I mean, <laughs> well, somehow but, that skipped by me for about a point <laughs> point two five seconds. But, but like <clears throat> like she's very very protective. So 
That's interesting. We are we have ca- our cats have personalities. Yeah. Like Jen is Jen Perso is our first cat and she's like really standoffish. Mm-hmm. But she warms up to me and you especially. <clears throat> and she's like a grandma. I mean literally acts like a grandma like with the other cats and stuff. And anytime I'm sick, like if I'm laying in bed, she will come and lay on my chest and just I mean right there. It, she watches over me. Yeah. yeah. Like the couple times I've done shrooms, she's come in and laid on my chest. Yeah. Like as a, hey, you're going to be okay. <laughs> it's weird. So, yeah, it's it's just weird how animals have these like weird instincts. Some of them have these protective instincts and stuff. It's really cool. Nice. <sighs> All right. Who am I doing one more? Sure. I got 20, so. Uh <laughs> The city council of the Dutch city of Dorn was none too amused at a recent solar panel stunt. The council has launched an investigation into three houses that installed solar panels and placed them in a formation that spells out LUL, L-U-L, which is Dutch for a slang term that's an equivalent of dick. Nice. The panels have caused quite a stir on social media and have resulted in low-flying helicopters vying to take a closer look. The council is now looking to see what, if anything, they can do about it. Oh, I wonder if it was intentional. It was one hundred percent intentional. Yes. Oh, geez. I think that's pretty great. Who cares? Yeah. Like, For who real. gives a fuck? Like, it's just one of those things where it's like, these are the battles we're going to fight. I mean, yeah. in so you probably passed it on your way in here, but there's a, a fuck Biden flag. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> in all our neighbors were like. Uh, so offended by it, but half of them were like, "Yeah, it's their freedom." <laughs> you know, they, they can, like it literally is on the path for the bus route. Like it's right. just it's it's right there, and there are a couple of like pro Trump, fuck Biden, yeah, I mean flags around. It's just here, like so. what the fuck? Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we have a lot bigger problems in the world to be dealing with. Yeah, yeah. for real. Mandy, what oh, do you have? Yes, I gotta find mine. Really? No, they're here. <laughs> He's got it. Okay, let's see. Her mic needs to be turned up. Oh, I, I've, I've got closer. it. She needs to get You're very quiet. Sorry. <laughs> I don't like microphones. I know you don't. It starts to feedback if I go much higher. Sorry. <laughs> she just keeps is, floating is this back good? and floating back. During, during when we do the the um, the Life of Finds a Way podcast, Arava says the same thing, and I'm like having the hand all here, and I'm like getting it closer to her mouth. <laughs> I think I scooted it further away. Yeah, I think go. you did. Anyway. Okay. Okay. A pair of clumsy mortuary workers drop a dead man down his family staircase and later denied oh. it even though he had an apparent dent in his head. Oh, oh my God. So, um, Dude, that is awful. <laughs> a Texas family. It, it was from birth. It was, yeah. when he was still, it was when he was still in the womb. Yeah. No, it was the doctor's fault who dropped him on his head. Yeah. It wasn't us. A Texas family <clears throat> is suing a mortuary in Houston for a million dollars after they claimed in the lawsuit that feels low. That too <laughs> You dented low. in my father's <laughs> just my deceased feels, father's that head. Feels low. Two workers dropped their deceased loved one and left him with dents in his head. The lawsuit <laughs> alleges that the body of Juan Mija Mejia. Sorry, I totally butchered. I don't think that was <laughs> it. Just call him Juan. 
Chuko. It's <laughs> in parentheses. Oh, so his nickname's Chuko. Okay. okay. A postal worker who died at 69. Nice. No, nice. Was mishandled <laughs> by <laughs> two, <laughs> two workers. It's debatable, I I'm guess. I'm sorry. Mishandled by two workers at whatever this mortuary is. The family claims that the incident caused... It's called the dropsy funeral. <laughs> the family claims that the incident caused them severe mental anguish. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> I mean, it's Dan said he's dead. Who cares? I don't know, I mean, man. I was like, kind of thinking the same thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> he doesn't care. Color me shocked. <laughs> a dent I mean, I nothing get a little fondant. Okay. <laughs> Did he play a game of Is It Cake at the funeral? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so going on, it says um, when oh. they were, the family uh, said they were notified about the mortuary service coming to pick up their loved one. Two hey, men buddy. <laughs> Sorry I dropped your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two men arrived that night, but the family noted that they appeared young and were visibly hesitant in their decision-making. Whatever that means. <laughs> young, dumb idiots. T.O. said no one wants to see their dad be a human slinky. <laughs> <laughs> well, just wait. The story gets better. <laughs> the dog from Toy Story. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay, so they also said that the two were not like it was but Yeah. <laughs> claims said that the uh two were not licensed funeral directors. They were just oh, helping the company. Oh no. Anyway, when when offered help, the family said in the complaint that the pair refused and they also refused to call in more coworkers for help. Then they proceeded to move this man who was placed on a metal stretcher with a white <gasps> cloth on top outside Fuck. of the condo feet first. Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. The family... Listen here. It gets better. The family closed the door as the pair walked out and then heard a thump (gasps) and several thumps in a row. Oh, no. (laughs) And how is this... This cannot be a real story. And the guy got up and started singing like Grandpa Joe (laughs) and Willy Wonka. (laughs) I've got a golden ticket. (laughs) Um, let's see. Uh, one of the family members came outside to see his father's head, shoulders, and upper half of the body uncovered <laughs> and, and exposed and on a cement of a public courtyard. God damn, dude. Anyway, this is it just awful. goes on to talk about how they are suing him for like this. this I get, I can, I can get, I get the the argument of he was dead. Who cares? But like, yeah, it's man, weird. like if you're grieving a loved one and that happens, like Grandpa got curb like, stomped by gravity. <laughs> yeah. This is actually what uh, John Mayer's song was about. <laughs> Gravity. Gravity. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Well, anyway, I guess I can see where that argument is there, but like it you you can't be in that headspace immediately that quickly. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I mean, because I was thinking, <laughs> yeah, who cares? And fill in the hole with that styrofoam yeah. filled stuff. <laughs> <And> expanding. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the job for the uh, 
I mean, Embalmer or God, I can't fucking believe I have to be one defending like <laughs> common human decency on this. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> I am not surprised at all <laughs> that this is your take on this. I, you know how I feel about funerals and dead. I people. mean, me too. I'm the same way. Like, I I don't want a funeral. I don't want to be. I want to be cremated. Like, yeah. just fu- who gives a fuck. But I, don't, like, I don't want parties while I'm alive. I don't. I don't want like, exactly, dead either. Exactly. I, I don't want people to come and say stupid shit about like, me if, that they don't mean. This is yeah. not what I would have wanted. You don't fucking <laughs> know me, Karen. Right. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> what else? A you little got, expanding man? insulation foam and some <laughs> Maybelline. <laughs> I mean, maybe he was born with it. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe <laughs> that dead. was the court. Maybe was the- it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! We are just a lot of really bad oh, people. My gosh. Yeah. yeah, we are. So are these people. Consequently, okay. Signs for whites only moms and toddlers group spark outrage. Oh, I fuck saw sake. this. What the fuck? Police are investigating after disgusting and vile racist signs for a whites only moms and toddler group were posted in a Canadian city. <laughs> what are we doing? Like, what is happening, the man? Dude, fucking Canada, dude. Like, what? it used to be a place where I'm like, if shit goes bad, I'm going to Canada. And now it's like, they're just four or five years behind yeah. us. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, a spokesperson for this city that I can't pronounce in Get your Vancouver own free hood when you join. <laughs> said that the notices, which were posted all over the weekend, promoted activities that exclude certain groups based on their racial background. Fuck's sake. Which They're doing is mayonnaise the chugging. Of, yeah. Um, let's see. <laughs> anyway. Talking about NASCAR. I just don't understand like what the fuck we're doing. Like, I, I just no. uh, like, we're being the, fucking racist is what we're being. Stacy says, "Tell me the city." I can't pronounce it. <laughs> so it's in Quebec. No, it's in Vancouver. Oh, okay. Wait. It's, Co- so it's Vancouver. Coquitlam, Coquitlam. I don't know. <laughs> it looks like Coquitlam. That's how it's spelled. <laughs> you heard it here first. Was that one of the? I don't the do cities in Kokomo, yeah. <laughs> Bermuda, Bahama, Coquitlam. <laughs> I don't think that's how it goes. <laughs> Stay said Coquitlam. Okay, Coquitlam. Coquitlam. Okay, I was close. I was close. Coquitlam. It's like when two people joined together. Do you remember the Who Lams. had the famous album Live from Coquitlam? <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Cash Live from Coquitlam. <laughs> it was just second to Live at Budokan. <laughs> oh my gosh! So anyway, the the uh, the uh, royal mounties were removing the signs, which is good. But um, the like, entitled the here's here's a picture. Join us for whites only moms and tots. The shocking so it's, the it's, shocking sign reads: Are you looking for somewhere your children can play with others that look like them? Christ. Are they tired of being a minority in their schools and daycares? Oh, that's what this is. Escape, join the Nazi party. Escape forced diversity and join other proud parents of forced, European children as we for, create an atmosphere. Forced, forced diversity. diversity. Yeah. Let that. Let those two words really say Forced diversity. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, as we create an atmosphere in which our kids feel like they belong. Invest in your child's sense of well-being and racial identity by giving them the gift of time spent amongst their own people because they deserve it. Their own people eat a bag of dicks. It's just right? fucking unbelievable. It's like, 
what the fuck is going? I mean, it's like worldwide. Like Trump, it's like Trump yeah. unleashed something on the world. You know, you're doing something wrong when it, there's a there was a comment on one social media that said, "Holy shit, this would be bold for Mississippi." What are you doing? It, Lynn said, "Force diversity equals I miss segregation." Yes, yeah, and yeah. I got news for you: if you're in Canada, you're not First Nations. You know, if you're fucking white, yeah, it's it's you're you are the one forcing diversity by being there. Get the fuck out. <laughs> It's just unbelievable. Anyway, it goes on to talk about how the mayor, of course, said uh, they do not condone this, that the diversity is obviously welcome in their city, that this, you know, that it was just one group. It's probably kind yeah. of like um, Moms for Moms Liberty, for Liberty yeah. type of That's group, what that is, but up yeah. in Canada, where it's like their kids can play with other <clears throat> European-based children. Yeah, I wonder if Coquitlam, Coquit- what the fuck, whatever Coquit- that city, is it like a Coquit- suburb Land. of Vancouver, I wonder? Like, I'm wondering, because this sounds very suburban. Well, this sounds like something that would happen, honest to God, like in Carmel, Westfield. Well, we're meeting uh, at the dance studio. Fishers. The city of Coquitlam and Vancouver. So, so it's yeah. like a suburb. Yeah. Yeah. City I mean, this is, it, yeah. it's it's like any of the suburbs in Indy. And I'm telling you, this shit happens, man. Yep. Like, every, I keep saying, everybody was like, blame towns like Martinsville when Trump Stacey got says, elected. No, it's very central Vancouver. Uh, okay. All right. Uh. What was I saying? Something about Martinsville. Just, oh, but the, yeah. the suburbs, the wealthy white suburbs are what got Trump elected. Because yeah. guess what? They're very racist, too. Yeah. Like, really racist. They hide it really yeah. well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> have... Stay said there's an Ikea. Yep. Jesus. It's like Fishers, man. Yep. Like t- <laughs> yep. For all the other Europeans, um, I'm going to finish on a good note. <laughs> Don't um, worry. I'll wreck those. it. Yeah. Well, I meant for my mind anyway. Uh, little boy reunited with Lego Man after creating a missing person poster. Here's the poster. It's super cute. Oh my gosh! It's like hand drawn. Like. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so it says uh, a ten year old boy who lost his beloved Lego Man has been reunited with the figure after creating a missing person poster. <laughs> Jack Steele was left devastated after he lost the figurine. Remington's son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially Danielle's son. A ribbing to Danielle Steele. Yes. Yes. That's not spelled the same. We had a Danielle Steele and a Remington <laughs> Steele reference we in one podcast. Holy <laughs> shit. That's impressive. Uh, anyway, it says Jack was left devastated after he lost the figurine, especially because it actually represents himself and his name Jack is one of those that he created. Uh, okay. To help find the missing piece, the British schoolboy created a lost poster and even offered a reward of two pounds. Please, sir. (laughs) I've lost my Lego, man. (laughs) (laughs) The poster begins. Has anyone seen this Lego man? He is very special to me. uh, Alongside a drawing of the figure, Jack pointed out that the visual features light brown quiff with matching eyebrows. (laughs) Quiff being a hairstyle. That's probably what he meant. Quiff. Quiff is a hairstyle. No, keep saying it. I know what you're like. I'm not saying queef. Hawaiian shirt, blue with palm trees and an orange stripe on the bottom. Dark green pants. This is all on the side. Luckily, Jack's Lego man was found in the park where he plays in Cumbria a local by a local school girl. Wow, I'm surprised I actually found it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would think this would be like one of those goldfish scenarios <laughs> from Full House where they right. have 18 more of them yeah. made. <coughs> Japuxford. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a great reference. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he um, he was able to find his little Lego man and, 
Here is a picture of him playing with all Do we n- did we ever decide what quiff? It means a hairstyle. It's a hairstyle. What kind I of hairstyle that? is a quiff? It looks like this. <laughs> what? I don't know what that. I mean, I what is know. that? It's a British word. Hugh Jackman's it's, it's hair. I don't it's know. A, like you, you, have you never heard the word quaff? I know, I know sure the word quaff, Michael. No, he's British, so it's quiff. Uh, it means something else. Well, but I guess it. it just means I'm not googling quiff. Okay, hold on, I'll do it. <laughs> it means a hairstyle. Anyway, that's, that's what we have. <laughs> I can't see any comments. Quiff is a piece of hair, especially on a man, brushed upward and backwards from the forehead. A boy with a floppy quiff. (laughs) (laughs) That was the example. A boy with a floppy quiff. (laughs) (laughs) Floppy quiff. (laughs) All right. Um, So, did you have any more? I do not remember reading or saving this article, but a moose (laughs) charges headbutts and stomps on a woman who is walking her dog in a wooded trail. Why did I say that's not the article I saved? What I don't even know what just happened. What the fuck was that? I I opened up my tabs because I have like (laughs) this was just there. (laughs) Apparently, yeah. Moose charges headbutts and. I don't know. Oh, we're you don't want to fuck go. with the moose. Yeah, yeah, don't don't fuck with the Mises. Put you in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you were going to go with it. Uh, I, I, I so was I. Uh, bears raid a Krispy Kreme sounded donut. Like the begin, sounded like the beginning of a, a Flight of the Concord song. <laughs> Which one? Just any of them. Any, right? It sounds like a Flight of the Concords. Um, bears raid a Krispy Kreme donut. We had this last week. Did I we literally read this did last you read week? It? Yep. Oh, man. Probably why I didn't use it last week. Uh, AI-generated books force Amazon to cap ebook publications to three per, per day. So people are just put, dumping AI-generated shit out there. God damn it, man. For ebooks. Yeah. So so they're, they're, you can only release three books a day now. God. Christ. I mean, this is where, like... <laughs> How do you even... Yeah, I mean, how do you even control that? You can't. How yeah. do you possibly control that? I yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is where like AI is going to be a serious problem with, with stuff. Well, like it's you. just it's 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 bottom of the barrel shit, right? And it's taking it's taking like market space away from like legitimate writers. Yeah, yeah. Update: The vast majority of NFTs are now worthless. Shocker! There's a god. There. Who could have seen this coming? Except for pretty much everyone. <laughs> Man, I never understood that. I never under. I, I would be like to say, I was like, somebody explain it to me. They explain it. I'd go, so it's like a JPEG, basically, that you own, but anybody could just take a fucking screenshot of it. Yeah. Well, they're not supposed to. Right. But. <laughs> but. But they can. I'm about to pay $50,000 for this ape, this picture of an ape yeah. or something. Yeah, like, yeah. It's I just it's unbelievable. And then how do you resell it? Like do you show You the, don't. I you mean show the picture of what it is to someone else. Like, it literally it was the craziest market I've ever seen in my life where it was like I it felt like two or three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Where it was like a big thing and it was like because people started hearing about it and then it really peaked. And then it was like I remember thinking I remember thinking Bro, this is gonna crash so quickly <laughs> mm-hmm. and so hard. And it felt like within two weeks that shit was worthless. 
So yeah, it's crazy. But so, yeah, who could have seen? <laughs> yeah, uh, this is in Australia. Uh, Good day, mate. Uh, ABC journalist uh, says naming her son methamphetamine rules wasn't a stunt. Dude, what are you doing? Fucking hell. Originally named her son methamphetamine (laughs) rules. And it's a journalist. Methamphetamine, sorry. The person that named is a journalist. Is a journalist that works for ABC. Um, And she hopes that revealing... uh, that tell him the truth behind his name one day that it is methamphetamine rules. Um, <laughs> he doesn't know, but, but she said it wasn't intended. As like, a was stunt. he conceived when she was on meth? I don't know. Like we were just trying to answer the question for our viewers for our new show. What the FAQ, which just have yeah. around the rules about what you <laughs> I can, have a few, what you can and can't name your baby is. So she says it wasn't a stunt, but she obviously did it like, for a piece that she was talking talking about, huh. um, but yeah, I just don't fucking name. understand. Does that get like? Do hospitals have the right to like refuse to print a birth certificate with names on them, <clears throat> certain names? I, I like, know. do they have that right? The what to refuse to be named? I I don't <clears throat> know about Australia. Apparently, the the rules are more lax in Australia because they think people aren't as big of idiots as they are here. <laughs> Apparently. She originally was going to go with Nang's rule. Uh, it's a slang for nitrous oxide canisters or laughing gas. Why? Nang's rule. God. So they, they landed on her her husband. I don't there. know who the Facebook user says, but that kid is going to be Jen? on my class roster someday, and I'm going to yep. have to say it with a straight face. Methamphetamine rules. <laughs> so... Yeah, they, they. Christ, dude, I just don't understand, man. Like, I don't understand how you can say you love your kid and then name them intentionally something like that that they're just going to be ridiculed their entire life. She says her nickname, like to prove some weird point or something. Like her personal nickname is Piggy. She goes by Piggy. Um, that's my real nickname. Why? I don't know. <laughs> oh, jeez, what is what is wrong with people? Fucking weird, so, dude. Uh, apparently, um, a spokesperson for the registry acknowledged that it would have to strengthen its naming process after the flaws were exposed. So I guess it was like just to point out that this is a problem, but you didn't have to do it. You know, you could have <laughs> yeah, just said, right? you could have just said, "Hey, this is a problem." For real? Yeah. Didn't Elon? Didn't it just yeah. come out that Elon had another kid? I don't know. Like that? Yeah. That like people X-Ash didn't know about something. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I think Elon didn't he have to change the name of that kid? Like California was like, yeah, uh, yeah this isn't I think happening. They did. Yeah. Plus they couldn't agree on how it was pronounced either. Uh Elon Musk. Keep going, Michael. Um <laughs> so there is a new so so the loss of dark skies uh is so painful that astronomers have now coined a new term for it. So um it's the concept that we no longer our skies are not black like we don't have yeah. dark skies there's too much light pollution it sucks and so there it's called man i'm gonna screw this up it's uh noctalgia like noctalgia like nocturnal nostalgia oh, okay so that's the new word boy that's that fucking depressing <laughs> yeah hey, it, remember when nature was better yeah remember yeah. when we remember before we utterly stars? fucked it up so yeah, it's a literal like 
sadness for it not being dark outside and night. Dude, I didn't and even know. there's an actual know. word to describe it now. I didn't know how much. I mean, I grew up in Bloomington. At the time, like, you could still see yeah. stars. I mean, that's a perfect example, like, yeah. of a place you can't anywhere anymore around yeah. there. And so, like, I remember seeing, like, you know, Little Dipper, Big Dipper. Like, you could see Orion, you the main, you know, the main stars and stuff. And I remember taking a trip out to Idaho in high school, and uh, yeah. we went out into the mountains and stayed like two nights out in the mountains. And we one night we laid outside under the stars, and it was like in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, I could not fucking believe what I was yeah. seeing. Yeah, I mean, it was just insane. I was like, I had no idea until I was in high school. Yeah, that what I was seeing, what, there was more. Right. Like, I mean, it's like you know, there's more, but you just you can't like. See until it. you see it you can't really understand yeah we did it in arizona we would go and lay down in the basketball court yeah at, it was an outdoor basketball court yeah. obviously and we would just lay out there and just look at the stars and we would see mm-hmm. what we thought were shooting stars really just probably space trash um, <laughs> <coughs> right um but but it, it was it's beautiful we can actually see pretty good out here mm-hmm. when we turn our our lights off for our, um our barn and all the house lights and stuff we can go when we had a trampoline before the tornado took it um we would go out there and lay and and watch it oh then the so this was the third child with grimes uh techno mechanicus Hmm. oh (laughs) what the fuck are you doing than the other one i mean just god damn dude oh the other one is exa dark sidereal i was that must be a different one and then there's the the original. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the fuck to say X it. X Ash something. Yeah, yeah. X at. I, I don't know. It's like Johnny Five or some shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Travis Kelsey, uh, his merchandise. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> his merchandise sales soar as Taylor Hif- Taylor Swift romance heats uh, up. It has gone up by four hundred percent increase. Have you guys seen the TikTok uh, trend of like? women telling their husbands that um that taylor swift really made travis kelsey really famous and then all the men being like he's been famous for 10 years he's a future hall of famer it's so fucking easy it's so predictable it's so predictable that that they would respond like that and act like that i will say 400 percent increase that's pretty wild yeah uh, so, dude, yeah. I can't believe how quickly that story blew up yesterday yeah. or Sunday. Yeah, like I was at home and I had that game on, right? And it hadn't started yet, and they showed her in the press box. And I, Josh is a huge yeah. Kansas City Chiefs fan, and so I put a message. I was like, "Hey, T Swizzles at the game, Josh. Oh no, is she going to curse Kelsey or whatever?" And it's like from that point on, that story. Like they just kept going back to it and going yeah. back to it and showing her anytime he did anything, showing her yep. it was like, and then social media I mean, picked why up on it. Non football people picked up on it, and it just like exploded. I would love to Within see what two the hours. ratings were for that game compared oh, I'm to sure. other games at the same time and different seasons. Like I mean, it blew up in two hours. Yeah, I'm sure people were watching just because she was one hundred percent. I mean, I'm sure this the. The ticket sales have gone up too, and in, in hopes that she'll show like, back up again. Yeah, that life has to kind of suck sometimes, right? Oh yeah. Did you see the security detail? Yeah, yeah. it's fucking insane. insane. It's crazy. I mean, they have like eight, ten cops outside of that suite. Like, and she needs them. I mean, absolutely it's needs crazy. them. Crazy, and it's like, 
of course it would be awesome to have her money or whatever like but like the like that level of fame that's got to be exhausting yeah. right like you you can't go anywhere Tra- he, travis kelsey had to um uh he had to re- he rented out an entire restaurant after the game just for the two of them so that she didn't have to deal with yeah. crowds and what whatever like that is i mean that just has to be fucking terrible yeah like to not even be you're not even part of the population really no. like you're so far above it how do you, you guys- transcend it and so you're just literally not part of the public you can't be had you heard the rumors that they might be dating before this happened i had heard like he had like when she was in Kansas City, he wanted to get a bracelet with her to her with his phone number on yeah. it. So that was the first I heard about it, like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago or yeah. something. Hmm. And I just didn't know. I didn't hear anything about it really until when yeah. she showed up Sunday. Yeah. Was, hey, that story's just crazy yeah. how quickly. Yeah. All right. It's probably not going to end well, buddy. Like, no. I'm just telling yeah. you, you're going to be on an, you're gonna yeah, be an album. There's going to be a song. There's going to be a bag an album. Wait. <laughs> Can't wait for the album. All right, my last one. I know I've done 14, but Mr. Beast's annual income earnings. How much do you think he earns annually? Oh, oh my God. I bet it our is. Kids, my, our boys watch him, so. I bet it is $80 million. Mandy? Annually? Uh, probably more than that. $82 million. Ooh. Oh, you were close. Pretty close. You were close. <laughs> Yeah, so God, uh, dude, eighty-two million for earnings, a YouTuber. Yep, eighty-two million, more than double of any other digital creator. I don't know what to think about that, dude. Like he, he does gives, a lot he of does good give stuff. Give a lot of like, it back, but it's crazy. Yeah, so he's he's ranking in the fifty highest earnings, the most influential creators across YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. I mean, we've watched a Twitch. lot of him because of the boys. Yeah. Like over the years, they don't watch him anymore, but like. I mean, they get miles, especially got really he still into watches him. him sometimes. And yeah. so we would be watching a lot of that with him. And it's just like, man, I can't fucking imagine. Yeah. Like what? The, I mean, the shit that he gives away and like, who's more famous, Mr. Beast or Travis Kelsey? <laughs> I'm Mr. honestly Beast. worldwide. Beast, it's yeah. probably yeah. Mr. Be. Beast. I bet it's not close. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think Travis Kelsey is making 82 million. I mean, there were. How many? Oh, like a hundred million Swifties yesterday that found out who Travis Kelsey even was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> so to put that into perspective. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's uh, great. I had no idea that Rhett and Link were mm-hmm. high earners. They man, they really made the money on the deconstruction game. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, they Christ. had a really huge ar- audience before that. Yeah. And so it was a very public breaking up with God. <laughs> Yeah, jeez, so, man. How much do they make? Uh, it doesn't say how much. Uh, th- well, uh, well, it says each with an estimated earnings of thirty-five million. God. So Rhett and Link, uh, Preston plays, uh, Ryan, Trahan, Kaji, Kaji. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> you were yeah. close. Well, there's several people named Ryan. Uh, also among the top-grossing creators are brothers Jake and Logan Paul. Ugh. Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio, Alex Cooper and Emma Chamberlain. Nope, both have Spotify podcast de- deals and uh, Cobby Lame. Oh, that was that TikTok guy that did the f- <clears throat> face. Oh, yeah. so he got famous doing that on TikTok, where there'd be a video and it was and like an don't... obvious solution. He would just, yeah. That's how he. I don't even know who that is. He was like one of the first TikTok guys that really blew up. Wow. Yeah. 
So overall, the 50 creators of the Forbes list earned $700 million this year, up to 23%, 23% higher than the previous year, have a combined 2.6 mil, or 2.6 billion followers across platforms. That's a lot. I mean, that is just un- that is so many people. That is crazy. It's a lot of people. Number one, Mr. Beast. Number two, I don't even know how to say this guy's name. KSI. Oh, wait. Uh, K- wasn't there Ola. a rapper named KSI? Is it that? Oh, wait. No, Psy. No, that's PSI. Oh. PSI. No, the, the, the. Yeah, it's uh, not the Gangnam Psy. Yeah, that guy. guy. No, no? It's, not, it's not that guy. No. That was PSY. Um, Jake Paul's number believe, three. I don't believe you. Okay. Rhett and Linker, four. 35 million. God, that is nuts. Charlie D'Amelio's five. <laughs> Logan Paul, six. I feel like we've already had this. You've already said this. I know. Uh, fuck Jerry is number seven. Mm. Elliot Tabibli. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't know his name. I'm, I give up. Tabibli. I don't know. I can't know all these people's names. <laughs> Tabibli. Tabibli. Uh, it's, I don't uh, think it's that. Justin Bieber's uh, French, <laughs> French c- c- confidant or companion. To be blay. <laughs> French confidants. <laughs> All right, let's let's go into uh, that other segment. We're gonna do. Here we go. I'm realizing that Josh did a sound. Now Lucas did a sound. It's like yeah. they're they were trying trying out this whole time. They were. Oh, those bastards. Yeah, they really really slid in the back door there. Yeah, they really did. As they are wont to <laughs> yeah. do. Um, KSI is Jake Paul type macho. Oh, thing. good. We need Great. more of that in the world. <laughs> we Great. certainly need more of that. All right. So you guys chose the topic. You guys want to set this up? I don't remember the video. Can you just play the video? <laughs> Mandy, do you want to set this up before I play the video? Uh, not really. I All mean, right. I just found this video on TikTok and sent it to Brad, and he was like, "We're going to talk about this." All right. On the pod, it's on like save pod. it because we were starting to talk about. It. I was like, "No, save it for the pod." <laughs> I don't remember what we were even talking about. Well, you're about to get a refresher. So we're going to play a TikTok. You're going to hear it. They won't be able to hear us while it's playing. So um, I don't know who the creator is. I should have written that down, but I'll ask. It'll pop here. up on it. Yeah, it should. It should. All right, here we go. I'm tired of having goals. I'm sick of improving personally and professionally. Accomplishing anything. Can Just you kidding. guys hear that? Nope. I'm, I, I know you can't. I meant the audience, people listening. I'm tired of having goals. I'm sick of improving personally and professionally. Accomplishing anything is massively overrated. All right, sorry. We couldn't hear it. I, there's a button here that lets me hear the playback. Oh, Lynn the said they, could, they can they hear can it. Hear, right, sorry. Well, we'll just start time. it over. We're going to do it one more time so we can hear it, too. Just, so here we, go. we need to hear it. We, right. can't, we won't be able to talk. They won't be able to hear us. All right, here we go. Take, take 18. I'm tired of having goals. I'm sick of improving personally and professionally. Accomplishing anything is massively overrated. I'm exhausted of being held to any standard whatsoever. I'm at peace with never reaching full optimization. I'm ready to retire after accomplishing almost nothing and saving very little. I don't want to hit metrics or milestones. I don't want to look back at how far I've come. I don't want to overcome adversity and emerge as a better person. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, and I don't want to take it. I want to aimlessly meander until I wander off a cliff. 
I want to lay down in the forest and be slowly consumed by vines. I want to murder my calendar and leap into a sinkhole. Learning and growing sucks. This is who I am. Any improvement is purely accidental. I'm being pulverized by the crushing weight of daily structure. Life is chaos and so many things are outside of my control. No thing brings me happiness. It only comes from within. We're here on Earth to fart around. Don't let anybody tell you different. I don't know if that was the username. Tom Fell is okay. Yeah, so... Um, I think it's Tom Fell. Is he okay? Tom Fell. Oh, that makes a lot, hell of a lot more sense. <laughs> Tom Fell. Is he okay? Is he okay? Um, yeah. So, about that. Thoughts? I just wonder, like... It, it, I mean, obviously, it resonated with Mandy and I because she sent it to me, and I was like, yeah, we should probably talk about this on the pod. Um... I'm tr- I'm trying to figure out if this <laughs> if this mindset is healthy or if like because here's why I it resonated with me because I feel like the more therapy I go through the more I sort of really do the shadow work and all that the more I'm healing the more that my mindset is getting closer to this yeah but it's like is that <laughs> like is that the way that should be is that healthy or is it not <laughs> I mean, just it's 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 kind of a it's just kind of like a resignation. I don't. I mean, does it is it delusional to think that way? To think like he thinks? Yeah. No. I mean, in what way are you thinking like that, though? What do you mean? Because when we first originally watched it, you were like, "See, this is what I'm talking about." When I always say, "I wish I could just be like the NPCs," be like you know, <laughs> be like the people that just don't care, you know, like that have haven't had their eyes open and just go through life. And I said, well, I have a completely different take on the whole thing. Hit it. Because I think it's healthy to think this way, but because we don't have to buy into the machine. Yeah. As humans, like I don't have to have metrics that I set. I don't have to follow a calendar. I mean, like we do that because we have jobs. Yeah. But like, to say that you don't want to do that anymore, I think, is probably pretty normal in this day and age. Yeah. I, but not for the sake of being like, I don't care. I don't want to do anything anymore. But saying, like, I'm just not going to buy into that way of life. I'm not participating in in, in the system. I, I, I've felt this way since I quit my job as a manager. Yeah. Uh, because it was very metric oriented. <laughs> it was very... <laughs> Mobile up. I mean, I remember you in that job, bro. Mo- like, it was mobility. Uh, it, it, I loved it. I know. I loved it. But it was also destroying you. Yeah. yeah. It, it, in terms of like, uh, it took up so much of my time. And I, you know, just wasn't wasn't present whenever I needed to be present for my kids and, and my wife as well. And it just, uh, but I was good at it. And it felt good to be good at it. It felt really <laughs> sure. fucking good. And, and it, it, I had a lot of pride at how you were good a, I was. You were a dude, like, you were a very good store manager because you were still a manager when I started working yeah. at okay. Best Tech. Yep. And, uh, like, you were a very, very good manager. Like, your stores, you were always well run, like, yeah. Like with good people, like you didn't have a bunch of numpties, like yeah. you know what I'm saying, like yeah. And I mean, it, I mean, compared to what it is now when that we work in, I mean, yeah. it's like night and day difference. Yeah, 
and, and <clears throat> I bought into it. I, 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 you know, I, taught others how to buy into it too. I was very successful at like my, my store manager tree was huge. Cause I, I got a ton of people promoted that are store managers. A lot of them are still store managers. Now I saw one two days ago that I hadn't seen in like four years and she's a store manager, but I was the first person to talk her into being a shift supervisor. First person that got her uh, an interview to be an assistant store manager while I was there. And then eventually she got, uh, to store manager as well. And I felt it felt good to be successful in that. And it still feels good that I was successful. And I, I was actually telling her, I was like, I don't know if sometimes I think I, I was telling her, I was like, sometimes I think does, does Brittany, is she glad that I talked her into being a supervisor <laughs> or, or now she's or so stuck she in the so machine. Can't get me. Yeah. And I said that to her. She's like, Oh, I, I'm, I'm glad. But at the same time, it's like, Oh, and a testament to your management. She's a she was. I worked in that store last yeah. week. We're not in there a lot, yeah. and they were cool as hell, man. That yeah. store was great. Yep, <laughs> they were good when I was there too. And I, and I, but as I get farther away from it, I see it for what it was of how it is a, a fucking scam to get people to believe instead of paying them well, we're going to get them to believe that what what they're doing is meaningful, mm-hmm. and it's such a fucking lie. I mean, yes, you can you can bend anything into being meaningful. You can selling cars can be meaningful because people have to get around. You know, selling coffee, creating a third place environment. You know, we can <laughs> fixing coffee, fixing equipment. coffee equipment. You know, because we got to fix coffee equipment on 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 days where there are blizzards because the the emergency response people need to be able to be awake for that. Like I can sell that fucking lie mm-hmm. to tell you, you need to risk your life to get there so they can save other people. Like it's fucking bullshit. Everybody stay home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here let's, let's, I'm going to talk about a couple of comments cause I think this is important counterpoint that we at least need to talk about. Why is it good to be present for your kids? That's your value for some, their value is their work is in their work. Yeah, for sure. But I think kids are more meaningful than your work. Sorry, not sorry. I don't care what your job is. I mean, if you have kids. If you if you chose to have kids. Yeah. You, you're That's responsible kind of for I that shit. Too. Yeah. I I mean I mean, I'm not I, saying I'm I, not saying kids are the end all be all. You can live a perfectly happy life without oh kids. of course and yeah, i am yeah, very course. jealous of you yeah for real we were just talking about <laughs> um, that yesterday yeah, we were, yeah. I, I love my kids dearly yeah but to be a kidless adult right now would be phenomenal yep, yep. but yeah and then christopher said isn't there a case to be made for all types of self-improvement what's that what's the case like uh <laughs> i mean i think i know what he's saying like uh I think it's just basically like that people sometimes use their work as a form of self-improvement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I don't think this video was talking about jobs in general. No, it wasn't. I, I think but I think that's talking I, about like we set goals for ourselves, even not in our jobs. We set expectations for ourselves with our children. We set expectations for ourselves with our spouses and our homes and, yeah, and are we any Every, happier and, for that? And we're still just doing the rat race. Yeah. Like, well, if my house isn't clean or if I have people coming over and I need to wash dishes or my kids, um, 
got mad at me today because of a decision I made while well, I need to make it up to him. I mean, like, it's just constant. Like, it feels like there's constantly something that we're expected to live up to yeah. in this day and age. Keeping and I'm just over it. I'm over it. In yeah. a lot of ways, I'm over a lot of it. I'm not saying that doesn't mean I'm yeah. going to stop taking care of my kids or quit my job or, or whatever. I'm yeah. just looking at myself in a different way. Like, it's okay if I'm not the best mom. It's okay if I'm not the best whatever it is that I'm doing. It's okay if I'm the, not the best housekeeper or the best wife or the best teacher or yeah whatever like yeah, i'm sure. just doing i'm just doing my thing yeah i mean and it, i'm just going through life do what fulfills you what i thought was interesting is that it's a very it's a like that it's a very nihilistic viewpoint in that video but it's also can be interpreted as he's just saying be in the moment yeah that's how i saw it because it's like because when you're in the moment, you don't fall for the traps. Like yeah. you don't fall for the corporate traps. It doesn't mean, yeah. I mean, again, I mean, you know how I feel about my job right now, Michael. Yeah. I mean, we talk every day every and day. Uh, Mandy, obviously, you know, and like, I am like, I still do a very good job. Yeah, what yeah. I do. But like my relationship to that job has changed yeah. drastically. It's not that, who I am. It's I mean, but it for me, it was for a while. Yeah. Like, and I was really good at it and I'm still really good at my job. But uh, my relationship to it now is I just don't give a shit right. about like all of the expectations. I don't care what my boss thinks of me. I don't care. Like I don't. I'm not striving to impress him. Yeah, you're, I'm not you, striving you're to do move a job up. That you feel good about. Yeah, exactly. But for me, like yeah. I don't give a shit about the company. Like outside yeah. of just making enough money for me to survive, and you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like oh, I yeah. just don't care, dude. Like. But I still do a good job. So it's not like we're saying like, and I don't think this guy would be advocating just be a piece of shit. Yeah. No, because sure. if you caught the very end of the video, he says all these things. I'm not going to do this anymore. Blah, 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 blah. And then at the very end, he says, and I don't know if you caught it. Life is meant to to fart around. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. be in the moment. Yeah. And, because that's what it's about. And you it's can enjoy your work. You things. just need to like... It's a matter of like putting it on like a pedestal. Yeah. Of like, I, I, I don't know. I I, I gotta I, I gotta address okay, something yeah, yeah, Dan yeah. said because yeah. it's bothering me. Uh, <laughs> so he, he, I, I've been accused of being prescriptive, which is great. Uh, <laughs> oh, how the turntables. Um, so uh, he said, "I'm I'm not playing devil's advocate. Just think, prescriptive stuff is a little weird for me. Uh, almost dogmatic." specifically talking about being a parent later he says uh, there are parents who shouldn't be overly present uh they uh may be making things worse dan i think you're missing the fucking point we're not talking about parents i, I was using that as an example for me it's not for everybody like if, if you were having this conversation uh sarah volunteers um my stance is if you don't like it don't fucking do it <laughs> <laughs> right like cut it out. Do this. What I've that, told my mom a million yeah. times. Do the shit that you like. Stop complaining. I'm not talking about Sarah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with my mom was like, stop complaining. Yeah. Like either either do it without complaining or yeah. don't do it. You don't have yeah. to do it. Nobody's yeah. killing you here. Do this. Do the stuff <clears throat> that you like because in the stuff that you don't like or don't care about, find someone else will do it. Yeah. Or it won't get done. And if it doesn't get done, guess what? Not that important. You know. And so like. There's that conversation of do f do what brings you joy. Obviously, we all need to 
have some sort of income in, in to survive. Um, Dan says, I'm not, I'm just responding to your say it's kids matters more. Maybe they don't. Uh, if you had kids, you I, have, there's a the, responsibility. There, I but. think, I think here's the thing. There's a, there's some good discussion happening in the thing. We're not going to get to all of it. And there's some disagreement, but I think what I'm watching, like, I think we're generally agreeing on most of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just think we're, I, there's some bridge that we're not, I, I can't find. Like, I, I think I agree largely with what they're saying too. Yeah. Like, it's fine to work your way up at work, but there's, I think there's times where you have to, but it still has to be like, I don't know. I feel like it's anything. I mean, everything can just become an idol, right? I mean, yeah. isn't that what? Yes. And that's, gonna, and, and and your, that's what and, I was going to say. And your kids can become with, your idol. With Dan saying, like, like, some kids need less parental. It, yeah, whatever, some parents are terrible. Um, I think the whole point of this, if we're still talking about this TikTok yeah, that we yeah, watched, yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole point is, um, and this is going to sound really stupid and selfish in our culture, the whole point of that is putting yourself first. Yeah. And let me explain, because if you don't take care of your own needs as a human, everything else that follows in your life is going to be shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that sounds selfish. Come forward and accept yeah. the good news. And that sounds selfish in this day and age, because we are taught, especially if you were raised Christian, self-sacrifice. It's all about someone else. Put everyone else first. Don't put yourself first or you're, you know, whatever, conceited and. That's bullshit because I have learned over the years that if I am not taking care of my own needs, my my job suffers, my kids suffer, my marriage suffers, everything that I do suffers. Yeah. Because I we we have to put ourselves first. Yeah. Take care of our needs. Because you can't take care of it. And again, we're so many of us that were raised in the church or were indoctrinated in that idea. I mean, I've had to talk a lot about this in therapy. Like my my sense my uh drive for personal perfection like came from this shit. Yeah. This idea that like if I could give enough of myself away, then I would be redeemed, I guess, yeah. or whatever i mean this it, it definitely came from church it was definitely reinforced by parents i mean and i, I think unknowingly yeah. because they were buying it and in, into it too like yeah i just i don't know i look at like I, go ahead what were you gonna say i just want to say i want to add that um this is a there's a very fine line in this way of thinking because you can put yourself first too much <laughs> right yeah oh you know, for sure like, where you're selfish yeah like yeah Oh, this is. I think Lynn said that you have to right. put your oxygen mask on first before you can help others with that. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I'm finding this to be very true, and I think this is what has changed my attitude toward work, because what broke it open for me was fucking COVID. Yeah, yeah. like going through a pandemic with your kids and me. I have respiratory issues. Two of our kids have respiratory issues. I like, have a compromised immune system. I mean, it's like. We had no idea, and I'm like rolling around on a floor of a gas station, like working on coffee equipment, and it was just one like, of the few places that everyone had. And, to it, and it literally to. went like, "Oh, this! I'm just a, I'm just an ant." Yeah. And my boss, it's not family; it's just a fucking job because it, like, it, we've been proven okay. very correct. Okay, in that. Vin Diesel, it's you know not I mean? all family. I mean, we've been found out very like recently how not true all that is. Yeah. Like, 
and it just really started to change because I I went like, oh, what's important to me is my family. Yeah. And outside of that, not much. The, and it the, was like, uh, so the more time I'll work and I'll do a good job, but this is like going somewhere further backward in my mind. Like, I think it's about what you value. Yes. And, and, and then finding what success is and what you value. And for me, success was not running a $3 million store. It was being a good dad. Mm-hmm. being a good husband that's what success for me was and i'm and you know for other people it may be making money who the fuck whatever the fuck you want to do some people might be building the largest lego city in the world who the like if it brings you joy if it doesn't hurt anyone else if 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 you can if you can be live a life that doesn't come at the expense of others and find fulfillment in that life boom yeah. Don't be a dick. Wheaton's law. <laughs> Wheaton's law. Don't be a dick. Um I don't know. I feel like I had like a half rebuttal to something in there and I forgot it. So I think largely is a pretty good point. Um I don't know. What do you what do you think? I, my brain just went. We have a completely <laughs> different uh not a I'm I'm actually coming over more to your side now. Side. Not like that we really took sides, but like we've had these discussions a lot in the last, you know, year, year, like year or two or whatever. Like, um, I, I I don't know. I'm just curious of what, like, I think I, we were very far apart in our thinking in this for a long time. And I feel like the more I'm healing, the The more more you wake the fuck up, the more I'm, I mean, honestly, the more I'm starting to sort of like go, oh, right. Like what really, I mean. Oh my credit score is shit. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? It's a fucking like <laughs> yeah. I, who cares? It's a made like, up number. I, I mean, I but I really I mean coming from a, a a house with a banker father, that shit really yeah. mattered. It bothered me. Like and I would lose sleep about it and have anxiety. And like I'm having less and less anxiety about shit like that. Now it's just like, oh, I've got debt. Yeah, so does fucking everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Like I'm not special. Like every you know what I'm saying? Like, and so it's just like, oh, okay, so I'll play the game, but because I need to provide for my, fa- and we we have to eat, we have to have a house, we have to have yeah. a vehicle, you know, like, right. But like, I mean, I had a f- phone call this afternoon with my boss, and he was like, "Well, you were saying you need uh, more work, and here's a bunch <laughs> of more work." And I said, "Well, I also need time with my family. There's a balance and this there." Is, and yeah. this having is, to explain this is the problem with him, though. And yes. we had this discussion when you told him that I said, "Oh, dude, like, like he's gonna bombard you with, <laughs> without." It's just not, and a that's good thing fine. To- <laughs> and so, uh, and I have to explain. That. I said. Dude, I want to be a good dad. I literally told my bosses, I want to be a good dad. I want to be present. And yes, I have to be able to feed them as well. So there is a balancing act for what I'm willing to do for the company and what I'm willing to do for my family. Okay. Are we, <laughs> Dan said, I won't tolerate a person neglecting their responsibilities, but it's not based in anything except logic and anthropology. We're not, I'm not talking about neglecting your responsibilities like again let's going back to work like because i think that's where a lot of this resonates with people right yeah. now like I everybody's exhausted everybody's exhausted everybody's like tired of the system like we're just yeah. all being crushed yeah. by it slowly and it's like but i don't neglect my responsibilities no. i i do my work and i do it well i've done a lot of work in the last two days and i'm fucking tired yeah but i did it right and i did it right the first fucking time and 
but, but, it but the just, way that you look at it is different now. It, exactly. Like, I don't hold it in any sort of, like, esteem, but I still strive to do a good job just because I want to do a good job. Like, it's no longer to impress a boss. It's no longer, yeah. like... You're to doing it for you, I'm just doing it because it just feels good to fix the... It feels good to do a good job. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't want to walk into a store and... Ha- like, I mean, today I walked into a store and I didn't do the last PM in that store. You didn't either. But... It was kind of like when they found out what I was doing, it's kind of like, well, I'm glad it's you because <laughs> it was our <laughs> new guy. And, you know, yeah, I get yeah. it done in literally half the time yeah. that he does. And so, like, I, that feels good. That means, oh, they know you do a good job. Yeah, but you again, don't want to be known as the guy who does shitty work. Exactly. Right. And but I don't want like, that either. But I'm not, like, holding on to, like, I'm going to be a company man. And I'm yeah. going to be, like, because all of that's just so fucking empty, man. Like, I just... Mm-hmm. Because that company will just eat you for it'll it'll just eat you, and it's every company. Or it That's could just clo- or it could just company. close tomorrow. Or, and then you're just left with what? I mean, I, I don't know. Like I'm starting to like. F- it feels like I'm in this process of like really whittling down shit in my life, and like what is actually means anything to me? Yeah. Anymore, like what actually matters? And it's I mean that it's getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. I mean it really is. Uh, and I think that's what but this video is touching on. I think at the same time that it's getting smaller and smaller, it's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, because our, I mean, the things that matter, I can't even explain it, but I feel like the things that we used to think that mattered are small things. Well, I mean, but like... the things that matter now are, are big things. Yeah, and it's... And I think what you mean also by bigger is like... You, because you're focusing on fewer and fewer things and really putting the meaning in fewer and fewer things, you have more energy to put toward those things. So those things grow. I mean, like I think our, we've talked, we've had a million discussions about like, our, our marriage is better now than it's ever been in 20, <laughs> a lot of years, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 22, two. <laughs> 22 years. Um, and, and part of it, we're just healthier people. Like we're just, it, we're both just, getting healthier as that's happening i feel like there's fewer and fewer things that we're really focusing on and putting our 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 mental energy into really and because of that that i'm focusing on less things i would say that i'm my focus on those things has shifted can you like expand on that a little bit i think i know what you're saying well i mean like i'm still focusing on the same amount of things work kids you know marriage taking care of a house everything sure. that goes along with sure, sure, life. Sure. my my the things that i'm focusing on haven't gotten less it's just that the way that i'm focusing on them comes from a different place orientation you're or yes. uh, you, open open hand versus a different posture yeah. maybe like you you approach those things differently yes yeah yeah i mean i can and, i and see in different that ways like where maybe before my job was super important now it's like i love my job and it's not as important to me in a hierarchy of life but i'm not going to go in and do a shit job (laughs) i'm really really good i'm really good at what i do and here's the thing i will have kids ask me all the time for those that don't know i work at the high school i'm a teaching assistant um i work with reading remediation 
So freshmen. <laughs> and spoiler alert, it's not looking good out there. No. Freshmen <laughs> that come shit. in. Dumb. Freshmen that come in that are all at like a second to fifth grade reading level. <laughs> the kids wow. are not all right, okay. it turns out. So they're good kids. They've just, they're COVID kids. That's why I call them the COVID kids. Yeah. Um, anyway, I have kids ask me all the time, why aren't you, wh- why don't you go back to school to become an actual teacher, Mrs. Polly? And I'm like, I am an actual teacher. In this economy? No, but it's like, <laughs> I'm trying to get them to understand, like, I am an actual teacher. Yeah. I may not make the salary of the teachers and I don't have the diploma that says <laughs> you have a, a teaching degree, but I go there and I put just as much time and effort into what yeah. I'm doing. I think as you've literally teachers. saved the life of that one teacher that you're an aide yes. to at the end of the day. Uh. She's, I think you've literally saved her life. She came in today and she said she almost walked out Friday. Like, like and, and was like, done. To be done. And this teaching. is her first year and we're what a month and a half yeah. into school. Jesus. Yeah, it's bad. And my goal when I go to work is I, ha- I have two goals. Well, maybe more than two. But my two main goals when I go to work get lit is <laughs> to make sure that people understand, students and teachers alike, that that they are loved and they are respected. And I don't always get that back in return from everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but one, I, one might say rarely. Yeah, I I go to every day. I don't always want to get up and go to work. I have to get up. At, pretty early because our day starts at seven and i usually am like i'm not i don't want to get out of bed but i do and then i i get to work and every day someone tells me something that makes me happy that i showed up you know like even through all the shit like there are always kids that tell me stories that are yeah you know good things that are happening in their lives or even bad things but they come to me because they trust me and (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> you know it's just i mean that's fucking great we, we we talk about i mean again we talk about this shit all the time like that energy that you put out you're like every, you'll be like you'll come back from the store and it's the reason that you do like grocery pickup most of the time yeah she'll go to the store and like random ass people will be like yeah tell her like their life story i mean like it literally it's fucking crazy i've seen it happen and like just random it happens to me sometimes but you're on like a you put out like another level of that to people. Yeah. And, and Don't I mean, talk about this. You, talk, <laughs> you talked about, I mean, I'm just saying like, we had these discussions last year when you were in a really shitty job. It was like you were in, uh, in school suspension, the in school suspension teacher. Yeah. In middle Whoa. school, which holy shit. I mean, it's like the, like the, what the fifth, sixth circle of hell. Yeah. I mean, it's down there, but, but you, you told that you said to the media, I, I'm going to treat them with respect. Because they're still worthy of that. Yeah. I mean, and they picked up on that shit. Like you, I mean, they were like, and so you when know, I whatever. moved to the high school this year, I'm working with the freshmen who were eighth graders last year at Wooden at the middle school that I worked at. <laughs> so they've met. So, so they know me. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you. God, Damn God it. is the ISS I didn't know she was moving up too. So they know me, but here's the thing. I already have rapport with them and... I'll see kids in the hallway that I don't even have in my classes that are like, Mrs. Polly, oh my gosh, you're here at the high school. And that makes me happy. Because that tells me that I'm doing something right. Because even when I'm not always in the mood to be doing the things that I'm doing every day, I'm trying to put out energy that just makes the world better. Yeah, you, you found what brings you joy in that job. There are shitty parts that you can focus on. There are days on. where it's like, 
fuck this. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. But overall, like just going there and seeing these same kids and knowing that most of these kids come from not great environments. Yeah. And they give me crap sometimes and they're, I come home and I complain to Brad about, oh my God, this kid was driving <laughs> me crazy today or whatever. <laughs> you were ready to throw hands a couple, like but, last week, I think it was. But I love these kids. <laughs> I love these kids. As difficult as they are to love, I can't imagine doing anything else. Yeah. I, I mean, I can imagine doing other things. <laughs> I can imagine doing life, a lot less. I can, at this point in my life, I can't imagine myself doing anything else. And I sometimes get pulled into classrooms and I don't always love it, but... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but again, going Go back the to the your, and I think going back to the the TikTok video, you don't bring it home like you used to. No, yeah. like you you have changed your posture toward the job has changed. Not ba your effort, not your but your posture toward it. Back to the posture thing. Um, if you think about like you're doing the same job you were doing when you were you know sold out for the job, you're doing the same job. Yes. The only thing that's changed is your posture. Yeah. I mean, they're I get they're, a little more mad now. Yeah, you get a little more mad. <laughs> Uh, but you get mad at the right things. I'm getting but, mad because I'm my like. I, before like, you, you would get mad at stupid stuff. Now I uh, now I get mad because it's like it's it, when when it starts to take away from things that I love. Yes, and that's the appropriate time to get mad. Yeah. So I I I think uh, that's just evidence there that that it is a posture thing. Nothing your the, the your work ethic hasn't changed. It's almost like you're zooming out on it a little bit. Yeah. I don't. I mean, is, I don't know. If yeah, that... you're becoming the observer. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I was going to say too about the um, ex ex shrinking the world and, and growing the world that Mandy had mentioned um, is uh, where, where the fuck did that quote go? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. That's fine. We're going to talk for a second. <laughs> um, the fuck. Where did it go? I had it here. All right, sorry. Uh, you're, the world is as vast as our cage is small. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I, I learned that from anime, guys. Uh, the world is as vast as your cage is small. So it's 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 about expanding your cage and what you've locked yourself into to be able to get out of, you know, the. We're all in fucking cages. It's in funny. One cage or another. <laughs> I'm realizing in myself, just like in this moment, how so much of this viewpoint, I always just talk about it with work. Yeah. Like that's where it really hits home for me. And it's like, oh, because <laughs> a lot of my trauma is around trying to please my parents and be yep. responsible. And we and were fed a narrative whatever. like of what success looks like. And, and it's like, in, 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 yeah, exactly. And so in, in being a success. And it's like, uh, I think that's and so it's funny to me. I, it's not funny. I guess it just makes sense why when I hear that TikTok, it comes straight back to work and my posture toward work. Yeah, because that's what you're going through right now too. It is one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I, I I am in a place where I am more ambivalent about what success looks looks like dan says i think as long as you're unapologetic about your values in life who cares what other people i think? mean but isn't that what elon musk is like and jeff bezos and they're just fucking people like to the death i mean it's yeah. just like 
I mean, I get, I understand what he's saying, but it's just like, I feel like if you follow that to its logical conclusion, you just end up hurting tons of people. Yeah. I'm going to read my personal ethos because I've read it on here before, but (laughs) your responsibility is to yourself to live a life that is full, that doesn't come at the expense of others or yourself. Your responsibility is to yourself to live a life that doesn't come at the expense of others or yourself. To love generously. Hippocratic Oath, do no harm. Wheaton's Law, don't be a dick. Um, and I think if, if you can, if you can be responsible for who you are in, in a way that doesn't hurt other people. Like Bezos, Elon Musk, they fucking hurt people. I mean, Elon Musk, is, he, he uprooted hundreds of people's lives at Twitter hundreds of people just fucking it looks like Mandy has a crown of stars <laughs> yes, you, you got a halo that. it's awesome <laughs> welcome to book talk happens every time I put AI on yeah. it does I always have a halo yes so uh, I think that's the main thing yeah as long as you're unapologetic about your values who cares what other people think and as long as you're not a dick bag to the other people around you I think it's huge I don't know I think I'm, here's an interesting question. Is there a healthy level of like caring what people think? Because I, I get the motto of like, who gives a fuck what anybody thinks, but like, don't you, to, in order to care about people, don't you have to kind of care what they think? Sort of like, no, no, I don't. Honestly, I don't. I, I love my mom. Don't give a fuck what she thinks about this podcast. Oh, Sure. I, for sure like, I, yeah yeah like, yeah no i know she's gonna she's she's gonna vote trump if he's on the ballot i don't care about that like it doesn't like i have make, somebody make that, that agreed with me <laughs> make that stupid choice go for it um and uh yeah yeah so i i, I think i can love her and also not care what she thinks about the choices of how I lose, live my life. She can either accept it. You know, we've got trans Jesus over there on the wall. Can't you like, you know, w- like if she's either going to be cool with it or not. I don't fucking care. I feel like you agree with this. You agree with him on this? No, I don't agree with either of you. Oh, okay. Well, hit it. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Seriously, that's fine. I don't even know if there's an in-between. Like... You know how I am. I always live. I'm just out in the ether. You are like a, you you understand and are very comfortable with paradox. I am. I I think that it can be both. Yeah. It can be neither. It can be all of the above. It can be whatever. Here, here's what I mean. I think that there's a you have to you have to be careful about who you are caring about yeah. what they think. Yep. Who you okay. are. Because you can get caught in the, the, the lifestyle of caring about what everyone thinks. Yeah. Or you can get caught in the lifestyle of caring about what no one thinks. But I think that you have, it has to be a balance of, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have to, I have to have some, level of caring about what my kids think about the things that I do. Yeah. That's what I mean. But that doesn't mean I have to have a level of caring about 
the things that people hurt me think. Yeah. And I think that's what I mean. I I think we're saying the same thing. I think you're, I think you're saying it better than me. Like, there are certain people I give a shit about. Some people I don't. There, there are people in the pub that I love dearly. There are also people in the pub that I'm like, I, I don't give a fuck about what you say. You're not my boss. You know, especially <laughs> when they try and get me to do something that I don't want to do. Like you're not. You're that's not our relationship. You don't have that hold over me to do certain things. And not just the pub. Like today, I was in a store. Um, <laughs> working on an espresso machine is like can you uh, a customer comes up to me while i was working on the machine she's like when you're done uh working on the machine can you come wipe down my table and i was like (laughs) (laughs) you don't know me i don't give a fuck about that table i was like unfortunately i don't work here you have to find somebody once a day it happens yeah. to me once a day. Can you at hand least me some Splenda? I have no, no fucking I'm, idea. I'm where working the on is. a machine, tools in my hand, hunched over the counter, machine hood up. Uh, I have a mobile order. Does it fuck me? Does it look like? I mean, do you, you think a, I'm in house? No. Like they just have a barista doing this? Fucking Christ, dude! Like <laughs> it happens to me all the time. It drives yeah. me insane. I, like, I don't give a fuck about you. I'm sorry. I don't. I, exactly. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to be nice and say, <laughs> I'm sorry. I actually don't work here. Yeah. I'm just working on the the espresso equipment. Oh, and a lady today, whenever I was doing it, she got kind of mad at me. She was glaring at me. I'm <laughs> like, just like fuck yourself. I I'm doing my like, job. I know this. Like, but I think we're all saying the same thing. Yeah. Well, I do want to add. I, Michael made me think of something. Yeah. Um. I honestly think that that level of caring can change from day to day and from person yeah. to person. Because even with our kids, I, I care deeply. I don't care for Joe. I don't care for Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I care deeply what they, how they feel about sure. the things that I do. But there, there are instances, and, and for example, um, a few weeks ago, Ezra took his driving test and failed. Um, he took it again this past week and passed. Woohoo! Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so nice. Weird, we have bro. a little bit of freedom. We can just say, so go to the store or whatever. Anyway, the first time that he failed it, he was pissed, as one would be. Yeah. You know, he was very angry. He took it out on me because yeah. that's what kids do a lot. They take it out on mom. Dad, dad wasn't happy. Anyway, he. That is my wife. He <laughs> took the test. Then he had to go back to school for musical rehearsal. And we drive back there, and he's like, I don't even want to do this. And I was like, well, I don't care if you stay or if you go home, but I'm not sitting in this parking lot all afternoon while you decide. And he was like, ugh. And I just said, look, I get it. It's hard. No, Mom, you don't get it. (laughs) You don't don't, understand. He says, you don't (laughs) understand. You don't get it. You've not. I said, and and this is where I'm thinking, like, I don't, I'm going to say something to him, and I don't care whether he likes it or not. And I said to him, I looked at my 17-year-old son and I said, you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me, bitch. You don't know me. I said, you don't know anything about me. Like, you don't know what I've been yeah. through. It's the worst you fucking thing know. you can say yeah. to her, bro. It's the worst. He couldn't have said anything worse He was like, no, mom, you don't get it. <laughs> Dig- Diggory does that to me. You don't know who <laughs> I am. It's the worst no, thing you can... I, no, I said to Ezra, no, yeah, he, he, you don't he know does, me. He doesn't, he's like, you couldn't understand my feelings right now. I was yeah. like, dude... <laughs> And my kids, don't, I mean, our kids know us, but they don't know us, yeah, you know, yeah. even in t- as teenagers. And I've talked to my kids a lot and they yeah. know a lot about me. And I've been very open with them about my mental illnesses. Yeah. And we've been very open about, you know, them dealing with theirs. Yeah. And, and we talk about a lot of stuff. But I said to him, you don't have any cl- idea 
what my life has been like. You don't have any yeah. idea what I've been through. I get it. I get when life can suck. I lived and at that decades moment, before you he were was here. so mad at me and he was <laughs> like, fine. And he got out of the van and he went to rehearsal. Whatever. I, I picked but him that up. Was, I didn't have a level of care that day. Yeah. I didn't give a shit. I was just like, I, I am pressed over that it. button. I did the same it. thing that same day, man. I picked him up from that practice. I picked the three of them up. Listen here, he you got little the van shit. And he started in on me about <laughs> it. And I, I hit the brakes and I said, nope. I said, we're not doing this, man. I said, listen, I'm sorry that you didn't pass. I know that sucks. You're not taking this out on me, and you're surely not taking it out on your mom. Yeah. And that was the last. He didn't say a word. The rest of it was like, nope, we're not doing this, man. Like, yeah. But here's the thing. This is, this is one thing that I have really, really, really worked hard on as a parent is I allowed him to be angry. I let him say what he wanted to say. But I wasn't going to let him disrespect me. Yeah. There's a difference. And so, you know, a few days passed and everything was fine. And, and you know, it was right back to the way things were. And I feel like that is because I have always just been open with them. I've allowed yeah. them to be open with me. And, and they can be angry and they can, you know, c- curse at the sky <sighs> and raise their fists, whatever. But... <laughs> Logan said, so it gets worse than two-year-old tantrums. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, Wait, yeah, and you buddy. have a daughter, right? So <laughs> It's coming. Bro, dude. I, like, teenage boys are way, way easier. Way, Our kids, way our boys easier. were rough when they were bo- little, but they're getting easier as they get older. But yeah. they do still have their moments. They kind of switch. Like, like, it's not one-to-one, but, like, girls and... Ervis like, is such a preteen. It's just... <laughs> I mean, Miles, it's like, it's rough, dude. Sweltering. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You're you're a good mom. Thanks. I mean, seriously. Like, I think. I mean, we've talked about. We are. Uh, like, it seems like against all odds, you feel like you're not doing anything right as a parent, and then like they, your kids start growing up, and you realize you did a lot more right than yeah. you thought. And you're like, oh, I like these people. Yeah. Well, and also they're just like kind. Yeah. I mean, they're teenagers and they have shit. There's times where it's just like, dude, I'm going <laughs> to say one more motherfucking word. Like, you know, I, it, it happens. But like, but to me, I remember what I was like when I was their age and how I and, and my parents, my mom especially is so cool. Like she's she I couldn't have asked for a better mom. But Hi, at the same darling. time, um, I wish I would have had parents that understood and had more conversation about yeah. you know anxiety depression and about what they were feeling yes. yeah and, and and because so that we I, could go oh we feel the same way like i have had those conversations with my kids openly because it's you know when you have when you're neurodivergent parents you're going to have neurodivergent kids i mean most likely and for a long time our parents just ignored the fact or they didn't even have a language for it yeah and then you know we get the language for it and but we still expect our children to not have those problems yeah and then we realize oh that's what's going on and there was such a stigma yeah when we were growing up for too, sure. around it. it was like such a we don't we don't talk about it i mean especially in the church dude oh yeah because it because if you know if if you deal with something mental health related then you're not right with god yeah. yeah i mean it's i mean mental illness is always framed as being somewhat separated from god yeah. like 
I mean, again, it's coming back. I mean, we are so far afield from the fucking TikTok. I was going to say, no, we're not even talking I mean, about this This is every episode. It is. Who yeah. cares? But it's like, I think that's where another uh, one of the biggest areas that I think we've healed, have attempted to heal some generational trauma is in letting our kids know, apologizing to our kids when yep. we fucking yep. should. Yep. Hey, I messed like, up. It's okay. Like, I'm sorry. I won't do it again. Yeah, I mean, I've done I might it. I do it again. <laughs> I did it but... Christmas Eve last year. Like, yeah, hey man, sorry. I was out of line there. Bud. I was out of line. And I, I realized it was just, it was family trauma. Like, just. Dude, I did it. Surfacing and like. It, an hour before this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, dude. I mean, it happens. Like, so that's. But also just allowing them to have their feelings. And those are a lot of times hard. It's fucking hard. And yeah. especially when they're little. I mean, you know. Ruben mentions eight-year-old freakouts and autistic freakouts. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, dude. Like, we have a lot of issues in our. I mean, (laughs) mine are well documented. We've got uh, on this pod. So, like, issues going on. It's a lot. It's a lot, and there's a lot of big feelings in the house a lot of times, and there's a lot like, and I think we've gotten really a lot better at dealing with those by just letting them, having them, and go. Okay, now you've felt that. Now what are we going to do? What do we do about it? Yeah. yeah. How do we move forward from? This? But for me, growing up, that was just could not have been for. It was like, no, let's just move on. Yeah. Let's fix it and fix it now. And how do you? But there make, is no fixing it. Well, so. I, well <laughs> I know now. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, it, but just letting them, just understanding that, yeah, those big feelings suck, but they're also very necessary. And yeah. I think that's how. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Let's dance it. Allowing the kids to express themselves without it being at the expense of the rest of the family is the hardest yeah. thing. God damn, dude. Yeah. Yep. You are not going to make us all ruin this trip to the Apple. It's or so just... fucking hard, man. It really is. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, we can, uh, I, I can think of a number of times where, yeah. especially when they're little, man. I mean, we're at a, yeah. just at a different phase. I think we're at a, a kind of a cool phase of parenthood that probably is going to go at the blink of an eye but like so but we have gone through the toddler the preteen the i mean we're still going through the preteen like the you've been through the fire have you been through the (laughs) yes yeah (laughs) you're the adele of parents (laughs) uh but yeah there are those situations that are just where you wonder, like, are are they trying to just ruin my life? Like, are they just like, is that yeah. is that their goal? They wake up in the morning just going, how the how can I just fuck with them today? Like, and then one day you wake up. I mean, it, it happened a little bit earlier in it life did. for me 100%. Than, than it did for you. Luckily, when our kids were still young enough that yeah. I didn't cause too much damage yeah. to them. Where you go? <laughs> I will be mentioned much more in therapy <laughs> <laughs> when they're older. Where you go? Oh my god. <laughs> These are just little versions of myself yeah. that just have the same emotions that I have, but no language for it. Yeah. No and ability to no cope. No ability to cope. No ability to express themselves because they have no clue what's going on. Yeah. And I think this is, I mean, Ezra talks very openly about his anxiety, his depression. He knows like yeah. these terms. Like, and you know, like, cause we, yeah. especially yeah. you have just talked to him like, yeah. like, this is what this is. Like, you're not crazy. This is just what these feel like. Right. Oh, that's anxiety. Oh, that's because you're I talked to like, him from a very early age about, yes, I, I experienced that too. Yeah. I would have loved for my parents to say, Oh, cause my mom 
now that she's older or now that I'm older and she's understanding herself too, un- recognizes that she has depression yeah. and anxiety and whatever else. And she's on medication for it. And I wish I would have had someone when I was, yeah, our kids as age that could say, I get it. I know that. Yeah. I know that feeling. I've been there. And it's hard because like you want to put that blame on our parents that, you know, but, but as a society, like they were doing what the society was doing in terms of burying all our <laughs> yeah, feelings, yeah. Yep. burying the way we, the way we discuss it. I mean, I don't know your exact situation with your parents. I don't, you know, but at the same time, like I do understand that that generation, it was, it was such a, something that we just didn't talk about. Yeah. They just didn't talk about it. And so it was swept under the rug. So there was no, there was no language for it. Right. Mental health wasn't something I heard about until what, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, <laughs> yeah, right. like before it really took off. Yeah. And even then it was just like, there was still this stigma about it. People are still fighting that stigma. It's crazy. Yeah. We probably need to wrap this yeah. up. Right, here we <laughs> We're going to start getting texts. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you? Well, we paid close attention and we wrote them all down. Oh, now did you write it down? You didn't write any? Oh, babe. It's fine. I wrote one down. What'd you got? Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll do, that, we'll do that one so we don't use it. Um, Pastor's Parent Corner has been awesome. <laughs> Man, that we got so far off the topic hey, there. I think it all fits. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The only hashtag I wrote down was hashtag deep throat mic. <laughs> like microphone. Oh yes. well, that could have gone. That could have gone a different way, I guess. That's, that was my Christ. nickname in high school. Boy, <laughs> that, it makes it even more awkward that that's what Brad's well, dad's name is. Oh, oh Mike! Oh Mike, daddy. Well, we're never. You're not allowed around him ever again. I was talking about Pull deep throat Mike because Michael told me to point the microphone into my throat. No, I got so. it. I've got something similar. I'm pretty sure. Uh, all right. Hashtag live from the can. Uh, hashtag Boba's daughter. Uh, hashtag fat. Lily Fitz. Fat. Fit. Fat. Hashtag related related to sloth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the sloth from uh, from Ice Age. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. so, okay, I still yeah. got nothing. Uh, hashtag Hyman Noodles. Well, <laughs> 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 there's that's, nothing I love more than that. That's like an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like Asian food. Come down to Hyman Noodle. Uh, <laughs> hashtag Tobler's sister. Yep. Hashtag I got my first roadie there. <laughs> well, I got to leave it in now. How do we feel about uh, on the way? Nope. No, no. Right. Uh, do you need some more whiskey or uh, hashtag Am I deep throating it enough? <laughs> Hashtag I lowered my dosage. <laughs> Hashtag child custody makes me soft. <laughs> oh. Hashtag great grandpa got curb, curb stopped by gravity. <laughs> Hashtag I lost I lost me Lego man. <laughs> Me. Lost Lost Mileto Man. Is this supposed to say my Lego No, me, because it was British. <laughs> Lost Mileto Man. Lost Mileto Man. Uh, hashtag a boy with a floppy quiff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And then hashtag French confidant. <laughs> <laughs> that was a. Uh, uh, that was a, uh, a Toby Bay or Tobler sister. No. What? <laughs> he said to to be Bay. To be Bay. Yeah. To be Bay. The French confidant. Yeah, yeah. Justin Bieber. The French to be Bay. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. I don't know how my brain works. Somehow I didn't hear the joke, but I heard the punchline, <laughs> yeah. and the punchline is funnier than the oh, joke for sure is. <laughs> All right, I've got uh, more mumbling, volume 18. <laughs> Let's see if you're on project. Uh, B Polly 69. Um, Tobler's sister. I've got autistic nightmare. Uh, child custody gets me soft. <laughs> Penis nut. I'll eat, I'll eat the nuts your mother gave you. <laughs> Uh, work for a nut. I don't know what that was. Work for a nut. Um, and then oh, pi- pistachios. Oh yeah, yeah. work. I'm not gonna work for a nut. It was nut yeah. corner. Uh, nut. <laughs> uh, nothing. A little fondant can't fix. <laughs> and floppy quiff. Oh my god, dude. There's a lot. Oh <laughs> man, I don't even know. Uh, I, I like hymen noodles a lot. Uh. Child custody gets me soft. It's so good. So good. A boy with a floppy quiff. I like that a lot. I'm good with floppy quiff. <laughs> Flop, let's do floppy quiff. Yeah. All right. Hey, I forgot one last question. We didn't since you're a guest. We ask all of our guests now. What's your most embarrassing fap? Oh my god! <laughs> what? Because mine was disclosure. What's your most you embarrassing? Ask, you ask people? We don't ask guests that. <laughs> I'm asking He's you. making it up. Are we going to talk about it on the way home? I don't. Did we ask Josh last week? <laughs> what makes it embarrassing? Like like what you were using to do it or? Uh, nothing. Pe- like this is a weird question to throw. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She'll answer. She doesn't care. <laughs> I can't think of anything weird. I mean, oh, I could think I mean, of plenty weird. I got one for you, Brad. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, before before it was locked down. <laughs> All right. Uh, what, what, I don't know. What, getting what, me off was a pretty low bar. It turns out. What is the? What, what's the past? What, what were we decide? Oh, floppy. What? <laughs> Floppy quiff. Floppy quiff. Logan said, glad Mandy had enough points to podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Matt was almost here tonight, but yeah. he decided he needs money, so he might have to go to work. So he might be back next week. Who knows? Only God knows. Are we doing Tuesday or Wednesday next Monday. week? Monday. Oh, it's Monday? Yeah. So. All right. Allegedly, unless he, he quits his job, then we're, we might podcast twice this week. <laughs> it's open. <laughs> yeah. do, do a, we should just do a podcast <laughs> where we just record one day every week <laughs> or uh, one week every day. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Mandy. Come yeah. on the podcast. No problem. Thanks, babe. Fun. You're awesome. Adios, Bart. I love you. Love you too. Okay. I love you guys both. <laughs> Don't make it weird. It's not weird. It's okay to say I love you. (laughs) All right, bye. bye.